So, last time on Boogeyman Buddies, uh, the gang bravely ran away. Hey, sometimes you gotta not die. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta not die. It was a strategic retreat. Yep. As a late Kenny Rogers once said, you gotta know when to hold them and then know when to hold them. Mm-hmm. And as some, I don't know, probably Roman general once said, the better part of valor is discretion. Or was yes. that Voltaire? I think that was Voltaire. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> anyway, uh, point is, they they ran. They had a big feelings jam. They went back into the city to save a couple key people. One of those key people ended up being brainwashed, so they unbrainwashed her. And then they came up with a brilliant plan to either team up with or steal the drill from Cordrilla, the giant underground drill from Cordrilla, um, who coincidentally is going to be using the chaos of the current state of the city to like just try and do that first plan he did again. I mean, just whichever path gets us the drill fastest. He seems like a pretty reasonable guy. You literally just talk to him and be like, hey, give, give up. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Can we borrow your drill? <laughs> and then there was also uh, a plan involving getting Sam's tracking information from Coyote Man to bring him back to the Faraday cage and then to have Nikolai pretend to be Sam to orbital drop from space into the mind control device while the drill attacks the mind control device from below and then they're also dropping a satellite on Castle Castor. It's a complicated plan and I love it. I, I love how thorough this entire crazy plan is. Yeah, I'm just I'm dropping specifically on the transmission portion of the device. Okay. All right. So I was wrong, by the way. It was William Shakespeare. Mm, okay. Said that in Henry the Fourth, Part okay. One. So then, uh, first thing I think we should do is who's the leader of this entire crazy oh, well, plan? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because. There, there's there's other steps that have to happen here, first of all. I assume it's the next day. Yeah, it's, it's the next day. Okay, so those of us who have bodies that sleep wake up. I, uh... My first thought is that I would be slipping my ice-cold toes onto Felix's back, but I was definitely getting a little spooned last night, so <laughs> I will... <laughs> just have to endure that loss of opportunity. The sacrifices you make. Listen, <laughs> you can just switch. You can just swap. That's your entire yeah. power set. <laughs> yeah, but he's got super awareness, so he'll definitely wake up before I can make it happen. And he's got super <laughs> reflexes, so he'll be able to get away. <laughs> Why are they called Little Spoon Big Spoon anyway? Spoons don't fit together unless they're the same size. Anyway. Uh, so. Nothing in character. It's just something that's bugged me personally for a while. <laughs> it's a fair question, and I don't have an answer for you. 
so I I presume, DM, that Nikolai did not have cause to come wake me up last night because I gave right. them instructions to do so when Shimmer sent the text message back saying we've acquired Coyote Man. Yes. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, because we never established where Deco City was, and because Coyote Man is very busy, and we've we've supplanted Halcyon City from Buffalo, so uh, Deco City has replaced Baltimore. I'm just making that an executive decision, and uh, so it's going to take a while for them to one get there. Well, no, you because you I, swapped them. To, I teleported yeah. them there. No, okay, never mind. Fuck. It was like an eight-hour drive, but oh well. Um, <laughs> you know, he's from very the Nevada desert. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys are from the Nevada desert. Going from the... okay. Wow, I'm just all sorts of off. Okay, all right. So, no, Nikolai has not had cause to wake you yet, but uh, that will be resolved very soon. I'll, I'll let you guys get a get a small morning scene in before that happens. Okay. So, you know, Felix and I do some morning stretches together and then coming out into the main area where the extruder is for Nikolai's nanites. Like, nothing. We haven't heard. You didn't hear from them all night. The phone has been in my presence the entire time. It has not provided any alerts. Okay, okay. Um, I woke up and had a thought in my head that I think you can actualize on. Because you can do all sorts of wild nonsense with technology that should technically be impossible. I've seen you do it a lot. So, we're going to be bringing Sam here. And that's potentially a problem because I wouldn't put it past Archibald to have put some sort of something in Sam's head even without being able to like visually hypnotize him. So would it be possible for you to go to the Faraday cage and modify it to basically eat EM radiation and spit out the kind of radiation that turns Sam off. Not enough to like kill him, but enough to ensure that he is going to stay down until we need him to stop staying down. Eating EM radiation would not be precisely required. The damaging source of radiation is a combination of specific frequencies at at specific uh, strengths. It would be a matter of modifying particular frequencies, something that a Faraday cage is not particularly adept at doing. And unfortunately, I have used the last remnants of what we could for electronics in order to get a news update yesterday. Oh, well. If you are able to bring in fresh electronics that are capable of emitting radiation, I could modify that. How far away is Vegas? That's a good question, Chloe. How far away is Vegas? 
Oh, a couple hours away. Like, uh, I couldn't give you an exact distance, but it's like maybe 200 miles, 300. Okay, so I wouldn't be able to see it from where I am. No. Like if I went up top. Especially because it's in a valley. There's there's no lucky 38 that I can see for forever. No, and the equivalent, the stratosphere, is not really that tall. Okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter, because I could just get coordinates for Las Vegas and go there and just fucking raid a bunch of electronic stores. You could. I feel like that's not too big of an ask, Colin. No, it's not. All right. I'm going to do that while everybody makes breakfast. Okay. Do you want me to make any rolls? Um, just make a general luck roll. Just roll 2d6. No modifiers, yeah. no nothing. All right. 11. 11. Okay, yep. Yeah, no, you're good. You're perfectly fine. Uh, you, The one superhero in Vegas who coincidentally is named Lady Luck uh, is not anywhere near where you start stealing shit from. So you're good. Excellent. Please. Her name is Misfortune. <laughs> no, Misfortune <laughs> is her main antagonist. Lady Luck is the hero. Misfortune is the villain. That's actually excellent. I can yeah. dig it. I come back and I just dump a pile of electronics at Nikolai's feet. <laughs> Bear in mind that this may have unintended side effects. However, it should do what is required. Look, I'm just I'm just worried that Success. we like, pull him out of the city and then he wakes up and goes on a rampage and we've got like Felix's family here and the mayor don't want to put a bomb in here. I'm also against yes. that. As you were warning me about the importance of this particular requirement, I have finished the device. I'm extremely grateful. Thank you. As it turns out, the parts were more than what I required. I was able to tune it up. Bitch, and that was my one big concern. All right. Do the other two want to do a thing before uh, you get the call? Because the call will be coming after this morning stuff is done. No. If I know my character well, Penny is literally fucking still asleep right now. Like okay. She fell asleep, like cross-legged at the computer, just like fucking when she got too tired to be awake, she just fucking went straight forward and is sleeping in somehow the most uncomfortable looking position you've ever seen. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've fallen asleep at my desk like that several times before. Not all night, but like just damn. Uh, what about Sundog? Uh, I mean, I having the most awkward breakfast with my parents. Yeah. They're they're eating waffles with you. Very good waffles, considering your role last time. And they go, So, you're a superhero. Yeah. And Gabriella is a supervillain. I 
think anti-hero is more accurate. I mean, I don't really keep track of what she's up to, but she has been totally right about spying on the captain list, so point to her. <sighs> you guys don't have powers, do you? Or is that no. like some kind of last-minute reveal? No, no, we don't have powers. Skip at, least, at, le at least she just glares at your dad, and he just like puts up his hands, like he, like he's surrendering. And he's like, no, I don't, I don't have any. Grandpa superhero. It might skip a gener. I wonder if my dad. Oh my god, if my dad was a superhero the entire time and did not tell me, I am going to strangle him. Man, that be. I ain't better at keeping a secret than I am. <laughs> it makes sense, though. Get kind of a, like a wink and a nudge from him on occasion. Hmm. Well, it explains a lot of what you were doing. For instance, saying that you were going to take a jaunt when you clearly didn't. I'm guessing yep. you were out saving the city. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, do you actually ever? Did you ever actually have that job with with uh with food dude? Oh yeah, I totally did. It worked out most of the time because I could just do it as I was patrolling. So. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, almost true. Did have that job. Okay. Have you informed them about the charity? Oh, charity. Yeah, okay, so it's a long story. We got uh, got kidnapped by an intergalactic TV show host who might have been some kind of god. I'm, or he might have been powered by a supercomputer. I don't really fully understand that one. But long story short, we kind of, you know, stopped him and then we ought to wish. And I guess I wish to try to make the world a better place, and that panned out as um, a charity that I sort of am in charge of, but not really, because I'm like 15, 16 maybe at this point. <laughs> and that's not really able to be handled by kids, so I just kind of like am a figurehead for it, but I still get say in it. I don't understand that either. I don't understand a lot of things. Wait, when did this happen? You got kidnapped by an alien. When did this happen? Is that why you joined the basket? Is that when you joined the basketball team? Yeah, that's an out of character thing for me. So I guess they replaced me with like some sort of duplicate that was not a super great to like, so people don't get suspicious. Like as a courtesy, like on one hand, thank you, but also fuck you. You still kidnapped me. It's it's weird. So. The, I guess I was just like a week where I must have been acting kind of weird, and that was that week. Yeah, okay, yeah, you were acting a little bit weirder than normal, like a little bit. It wasn't suspiciously so, but like we still thought something was going on for a little while. And it's at that point you hear a ring, 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 phone call, phone call. And yes, that is seriously the, no, uh, the fucking... Excuse you, it's my <laughs> cell phone. Oh, really? Okay. I, Shimmer I like would it. be calling my phone. I don't okay. know who else she would be calling. Yeah, there you go. That's a uh, your. Well, we're all uh, stuck in a little bunker. I hear it anyway. 
So huh? uh, I'm awake. <laughs> Kenny wakes up in front of the little table we've set up where breakfast is because I've just like wheeled her over. It was my impression that was sitting, she was sitting on the floor, but then again, you can also just like switch people with things, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Oh shit! I just realized if we have, if we have my grandpa have superpowers, I want him to be some variant of Lupin. <laughs> so yeah, you get you're getting the phone call. I'm I'm assuming you answer it. Yes. She goes, "Hey, uh, we got the stuff from Coyote Man. Also." Coyote Man says that he wants to come along. Uh, apparently, the Coyote Pack mostly has uh, Deco City under control. He's trusting them to handle it, which is weird. I thought he had trust issues. Okay, I know your face is under a mask, but you can stop looking at me like that. You do. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to give you the coordinates. If you could just pop over and like bring us all, that'd be great. It's just... All of you stand within, like, a foot of each other. Okay. All right. And then she hangs up and texts you the uh, the coordinates exactly. And right, I draw a nice cube in space in my mind and translate it to those coordinates and then bring that cube over here. All right. And then when they appear, you see Shimmer, Mooncat, and Coyote Man, who... For um, I use, I like to give detailed descriptions these days, but it's it's just Batman, but with a coyote mask instead of a, a bat cowl. It's literally just Batman. Just imagine Batman, but with a coyote face. Okay, I'm doing it. It's done. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he looks around and he goes, "Hmm, where? Hmm, hmm." I just we share a small nod, just like yeah. fellow Kanid themed superheroes. Yeah, he, he gives you a small nod and then he looks around, and he goes. Hmm. Gears. We're in one of Gears of storehouses. I thought it'd be nicer. Kinda cock my head like a confused dog. No, I'm the confused dog. Well, the waffle mix was a dead giveaway. Oh my god. Okay. Belgian. <laughs> All right. His signature waffles. Also, the giant G on the wall was a uh, pretty good guess, too. <laughs> also, the graffiti that says Professor Gears rules. <laughs> no, he holds up a uh, small USB drive and he goes, we need some place to plug this in. I just fucking snatch it out of his hand and go, I got it. I would like you to roll for that, please. Oh, I tried to snatch it out of his hands. Please roll me danger. Danger, really? D danger, really? Ah, Christ. Can you just remember it's, on it? it's danger, not directly engaged. So if you still have that condition marked, you can ignore uh, it. Yeah, I don't actually. Okay, okay. If I fuck this up, Penny would just be fucking hopping on her, her tiptoes trying to get it from him. <laughs> Holy shit! Or you could just roll a 10. <laughs> well, an 11. <laughs> Minus one. Okay, yes, you do that thing. And uh, he goes, honestly, I'm so impressed. I'm not even going to punch you in the face. I would not allow you to. 
that would be an inconsiderate way of meeting with new allies. <laughs> Although I do understand that in a certain generation of superhero, it was common for such occurrences to happen on first meetings. Yeah, one of my predecessors uh, fought uh, Captain List for a good while. Built a big, big bulky suit. I don't know why. He's weak to a rock. You just need a rock. Just shove the rock in his face and then he goes down. You don't need a big bulky suit to shove a rock in someone's face. Maybe he just wanted to build a big bulky suit. As I understand it, there, it was a multi-stage event. Regardless, it would seem that we are currently doing your predecessor proud. Yeah, I heard. Uh, never really liked the guy myself. He seemed like kind of an asshole, but, you know. Anyway, uh, you, with, with the thing that, that you have now, where's this computer that you have that we can plug this into? Oh, I'm not even fucking, I didn't even fucking wait. I already just went to the oh. computer. Oh, okay. Where's the computer? I want to see what's on it. Where's the computer? He, there's no electronics in this bunker. Where are you plugging this into? I don't know. I've got, like, a thing set up to the side. You know, my own little, like, air-gapped system just to f do things in case things get, a uh, in case something gets back in. I was figuring you'd brought in, like, a laptop or something that you'd fallen asleep over. Oh, you know, that that's also really funny. She's got a bunch of onboard electronics. That's how she was getting into the uh, satellite. True, yesterday. yes. Yes, this is true. And in this setting... Uh, universal uh, serial bus really is universal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you get the uh, the information that you need in order to get into Sam's uh, trekking ship, and you find that he's he's somewhere in Halcyon City. Like like he's he left the park. If, if you're tracking him, he seems to be flying like kind of erratically. He bumps into a building and then like flies another direction. Sometimes that doesn't even happen. He just flies through the building. I can't believe ah. his tracking code is 111 <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Okay, well, he's conscious, and I can hit moving targets, so uh, good thing we updated the Faraday cage, then. <sighs> All right, everybody, fall in. Let's go over what we're going to do one more time before we actually jump in. Big dumb plan. And I am talking to everybody. I'm talking to Mooncat okay. and Shimmer and I guess Coyote Man, but my team especially. And Felix's parents. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the mayor. They're just kind of awkwardly standing outside of the circle. <laughs> Benny's dad is somewhere. <laughs> Just being supportive as they can. Thumbs up. All right, so we've completed step one. That's good. We have Sam's location. We are good to go there. So here's the order of operations. We four, and I indicate hashtag trending, are going into the city. Poltergeist zero. You two are going to a satellite uplink that Zero figured out previously as the best spot for you to hunker down and start hacking the satellite fully that Poltergeist got into last night. 
In the meantime, Sundog and I are going to make our way to DHEA headquarters and try to rendezvous with Gordrilla. Our job is to convince him to attack the subterranean components of the mind control device. And once we've done that and he's left, we are going to raid the vault for anything that seems useful. My first thought is providing Zero with a freeze ray would be good for assisting the emulation of Sam's frost vision. But if we can find anything that can, say, uh, reset people's minds or act as a mobile Faraday event, anything we can get will be useful. Once Poltergeist is good to drop the satellite, on Castle Castora. Zero will send me a message saying, put me in orbit, and I will at the coordinates that they give me. Zero will transform into the capitalist and orbital drop themselves onto the mind control device, hopefully taking out all of its super terranean, what do you call above ground components? and distracting the transistor tyrant for as long as possible. Simultaneous to both of these orbital drops, Mooncat, Shimmer, you're getting brought in there to back up Zero. I do not want them trying to solo one of the most powerful supers on the planet. At some point, the drill's gonna show up and take it out. Before that point, the rest of the three of us are going to get there and engage the entire Kestoran clan. Our ideal combat setup is Mooncat Shimmer, you're on the Transistor Tyrant. Zero, you're on the Diplomat. Felix, you're on one of the Kestoran kids. Poltergeist and myself are on the other. Any questions? Can I call friends now? You may. Okay, can I call friends? Yes. A point of clarity I wish to make. I would yes. be able to simulate the freeze vision without external devices required. However, doing so would damage my systems. Thus, getting such a device would be exceptionally beneficial. Yes, that's the plan. I, I assume you can do it on your own. I figure a little bit of outside help will make it easier on you. Indeed. All right. Mooncat, Shimmer, Coyote Man, thoughts, additions, questions for clarification? Shimmer and Mooncat are fine. Coyote Man just thinks and says, just drop me off in one of the, in some of the more dangerous parts of the city and I'll take care of myself from there. I'll try to hold off as many, as much backup as the Transistor Tyrant is going to throw it your way as possible question at what point during this plan do we remove the capitalist from play and place him here that is happening before we enter the city so as soon as this conversation is done noted i believe that one way of aiding verisimilitude would be to remove the tracking device from the capitalist and to put it in myself isn't this is like his spine or something? I look at Coyote Man. Shoulder. They're all in the shoulder. 
Oh, that makes it simple. While under the weakening radiation, would it be a difficult procedure to remove the tracking device? I mean, if you know where it is, can't Switch just pop it out? I guess it's dependent on, like, how much damage you're willing to do. I I can get it out clean. I just need to know precisely where it is. At that point, Coyote Man reaches into his utility belt and pulls out a small device, and he says, Mitra X-ray device. We can use it to find exactly where it is in his shoulder. Oh, bitchin'. Batman can be bullshit prepared, so can this guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm no ways complaining here. <laughs> yeah, no. This is entirely correct. Nobody's got anything else? I'm good. I can't think of anything. All right. Now, I just laid, laid out the plan, but... Um, I'm not the heart and the soul of this team. I look over at Felix. You wanna, you wanna hype us up? All right. Um, I don't want to be depressing, but like, if we don't do this, we're kind of everything's kind of screwed. But I, I know us. I know what we're capable of. We can absolutely do this. We're going to kick that green asshole's, well, ass, and send him packing back home. And we're going to look damn good doing it. Hell yeah. Hey, Colin, could that be him supporting the team? Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it, because I know some of the other people here still have conditions. Mm-hmm. I got one. All right, I got a nine. That's not a failure. I'll take it. So yeah, you can if uh, you can, guys can either. I'll I'll say it was a, just a group one, due to how how it worked. So all of you can either mark potential, clear condition, or shift label. I'll clear my last condition. Why don't I? And I am down to one. Although I would make an argument that uh, trying to snatch something out of Coyote's man. Cody, Coyote Man's hands is taking full party action without talking to my team. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, after you give that speech, Coyote Man looks at all of you and goes, kick his ass ne till next Sunday. He's trying to shift your labels. He doesn't have influence over Penny, so it doesn't work for Penny. But uh, the other three, he's trying to shift your mundane down and your danger up. Do you all accept this? My mundane is locked and my danger is as high as it goes. My danger is locked. Okay, so those automatically fail. What about? <laughs> well, my mundane was at minus one, so hell, I'll take it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Operation start. I move the capitalist into the Faraday cage. All right. I turn on the radiation sprinkler system. <laughs> I'm activating the mass to switch mundane and superior. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, it's I'm not going to make you roll for it. He is put in there and then like it immediately like he he was flying in one direction. So like he just sort of slams into the Faraday cage and he goes, oh, where am I? Oh, God, he is still minus his eyes. Sup, 
dick. Oh, is you? Oh my god, you kids. Want to make clear, she is currently being assaulted with a kryptonite rain right now. Yeah, yep. Yep, he is he he can't do anything like when he ran it. Yeah, that's why he ran into the Faraday cage instead of through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's just sort of saunter into the cage and like push him down onto his stomach. So Kaiby Man will come over and pull open the x-ray device and look around his shoulders and there you see the chip. Alright. It's in my hand now. Finally, we've removed the chip from the captain of shoulder. <laughs> I will exit the cage and pass it off to Zero. I will place it in a prominent location within the bunker just in case it is currently being tracked so that um, it creates sort of a, a plausible story that the capitalist was taken somewhere, is being repaired, and then will pop up into the sky later on. Right on. So uh, with that in mind, I will just sort of set in the request uh, to teleport both that, both the tracker and myself into the into orbit at the same time. I'm tormenting the capitalist with vision-based puns. <laughs> I bet you didn't see that one coming. He tries punching you, and, like, you can tell Tump. he's the kind of guy that, like, definitely relies on strength more than any actual training. So when he punches you, he just sort of, like, spins around and falls on his ass. <sighs> I mean, anyone could have foreseen the consequence of their actions, buddy. Teaming up with a supervillain. Come on. Fucking poke Felix in the back of the head. You're teaming up with a supervillain. Somatics. Kind man looks at you guys and goes, are we actually going to do this or are we going to waste more time as that as Halcyon City burns? Fine. Yeah, yeah, that's a good fair point. And the mayor from somewhere in the background goes, Please rescue my city! Thank you! <sighs> Alright, look, man, I gotta go. See you later. Say see you later. Come on. See you later. <laughs> I'm actually gonna, like, lean down to him. I... You know, I actually did used to look up to you. I am so incredibly disappointed in you. <laughs> he goes, when my eyes grow back, oh, you all will be so, so sorry. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking grab Felix by his hood and drag him away. Just comes so naturally. <laughs> all right. So first, I'm putting Coyote Man somewhere. Yeah, it's, he's, he requested a dangerous part of the city, but uh, he is he is 100% mortal. So I you can use your best judgment to determine how much he can handle. And if somewhere he feels high like up, he can, so he can brood, and yes. then you know dramatically leap off the building and glide down. Yeah. Well, wait. Well, would he be able to do that? Do coyotes collide? Yes, they do. They <laughs> so does I'm putting him in the third most dangerous part of the city. Okay. Yep. And he will be helping you. 
So then, who's the leader of this whole thing? Probably the one who spelled out the whole plan. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Sure, I'll take it. So then, do you have influence over every teammate? <sighs> I have influence over Sunny D, Casper. I should change that away from NC11, but yes, I do. Okay, so that's an additional one. It is at least one of my names. Since... Everyone has the same purpose in the fight. I don't need to ask you all if you have the same purpose in the fight. Like, they, they, that's a given. Yes, you do. Does anybody mistrust Switch? Nah. We're cool. Nope. Okay. And no, you are not ill-prepared or off-balance. So you got all the... You got all the gains and none of the minuses, so you're up to five. Nice. 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 No ice. <laughs> all right, so then, go time. Well, I teleport us into the city, and I figure, because I've done a lot of talking and Ape has done the second most amount of talking, we cover Penny and Nikolai first. Okay. Works for me. All right. So I think this is the first time that Sundog has been back in the city since you guys bounced. Yes, correct. So, yeah, Sundog, you're, I mean... It's even worse than before when, when you guys were here last. There are several skyscrapers that are now missing from the skyline. Most of the other ones are burned. The uh, The hospital seems to be largely untouched because Transistor Tyrant has some sort of weird like honor system involving medics and, and shit. But aside from that, uh, like basically the entire city it has gone to shit. Somehow worse than the time everything was turning into meat. Impressive. All right, everybody knows their assignments. Good luck, team. Yeah, nobody, uh, nobody get hurt. Don't get hurt too badly. I think it's a, there's no way we're going to avoid injury completely, but everybody come back with legs and arms. Mooncat has already left. I didn't bring her with us. Uh I left the two of them at the base so that they could reappear with the captain list, oh. like oh, okay. simultaneously. Okay, fair enough. Yes, that is that is correct. Technically, then she left us because she didn't <laughs> come with us. <laughs> but we left her. Yes. All right. From that perspective. So then, Penny, you and Nikolai are gonna go head up to a satellite and fucking hack it so that way it drops onto Castora. So. Here's my question. Do you want to cause another international incident or if, do you want to drop one of Castora's own satellites onto it? Oh. See, on one hand, I'm not opposed to causing an international incident, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me. However, dropping a Castoran satellite onto Castora is a lot funnier. Also, there's a good chance that, like, no matter what satellite you ch choose, it's not going to really add that much, considering this is a worldwide thing going on. Yeah. I believe the primary criteria we should use is how difficult will it be to defend against when dropped onto a castle? Well, I mean, 
if we really wanted to go for a maximum damage, I wouldn't be dropping a satellite. I'd be dropping, you know, a meteor, an asteroid. And, you know, it, it, eventually it would, at some point it would be an asteroid and then become a meteor. I did not suggest that the satellite should do the most possible damage, but that it should be the most difficult to defend against. These are not necessarily the same things. Hmm, fair enough. You know what? Hey. Hey, GM, can I roll assess the situation? You can. That's you can interact at. with the game and the mechanics that contained within. I That's can do it pretty 11. well, it turns out. Yeah, it turns out you can do it pretty well. You can ask two questions. I love asking two questions. Uh, I feel like the main goal of this is to get the Transistor Tyrant's attention. So I guess what I want to ask is, what here can I use to get the Transistor Tyrant's attention? Honestly, dropping one of his own satellites onto his own castle would probably get his attention, yes. Uh, so you can find a Castoran satellite. It's not hard. They go they go whole hog on their aesthetics on everything, including their satellites. It's the dark green and black one. Okay, and since I've got a second question. So the question is who here is most vulnerable to me? But could it twist it to be what here is most vulnerable to me? As in, I guess, how could I best employ myself? So going after the Castoran satellites is like, even though that would get his attention the most, that would probably also be a bad idea because uh, they are probably the best defended just autonomously. They, they, they probably have some shit in there that will really mess your ship up considering you don't have weapons and they it probably does the one that is most vulnerable to you would probably be just like some basic ass like cable satellite that's floating up floating around up here comcast you can drop comcast onto uh castle castora if you want nobody will care everybody hates comcast this is true. Everybody does hate Comcast. Or maybe like at one of those orbital telescopes. Yeah, that too. Probably bigger. Nearly anything you have to drop is going to have to be pretty big to survive re-entry. Most satellites are very small and fragile. <sighs> so it's a choice of doing it easy or doing it impressive. Now you do get plus one forwards for... Yeah. Things related to your questions. Well, I mean, that means I can take a, I can take a plus one to either one because I'm. <sighs> you know what? I want to drop his fucking satellite on on his own goddamn castle. <laughs> okay. All right. So then, as you start flying towards it, uh, the satellite seems to kind of know that you're heading towards it on purpose. So. A, like some small like hatches open up and like produce some 
gun barrels and they start firing at your ship, please roll me directly engage a threat. Uh, okay, well, I'm in my ship, so I can roll that with superior. You can, yes. And there you go, you got a 10, so you can choose two. I would like to resist or avoid their blows and create an opportunity for my allies. All right. My ally. Yeah, so you zoom in between all the uh, the things that have opened fire. Wayward shots hit other satellites, so someone's cable is gone, someone's ability to track the stars is gone, uh... But you know what? Kistora's already declared war on the world. So, you know, not really caring too much about what they do with other people's stuff right now. Uh, and you get close enough for Nikolai to get access. So, Nikolai, what do you do? I punch it into the correct orbital configuration. I have sufficient mass. I am on an object that is able to produce relative velocity why do this complicated <laughs> all right go ahead and roll me directly engage a threat as well just punch it just punch a satellite could i wield my powers instead because you know super strength super stretchiness that's my deal and i would be taking hold of something vulnerable to me Sure, I will give you that. Seven. Choose one. Yep, choose one. Uh, I take hold of something vulnerable to me. I grab the satellite and shove it. All right. And it starts going down. It gets off a few wavered shots, but we... Um, huh. I'm trying to I'm trying to decide... To t- I'm trying to determine if that means you have to roll, take a powerful blow or not. Because... Well, it's basically up to you if you want to do a hard move now or not. Yeah, I think I'm going to do a hard move now just because it was a seven. So um, go ahead and roll. Take a powerful blow, please. It's like it's still firing as it's like shunted out of orbit. Yeah. Oh, no. So which one from the 10 plus or two from the seven to nine? I was going to say, can't I like, can I do something to defend? But I guess I already rolled. No, no, you can try. We, we've established that uh, you can roll defend after results. And there, there's no, like, order of actions in this game, so... I mean, I just mean that I'm piloting the ship, so I feel like dodging is kind of my for, my thing right now. Anyway. Okay, yeah. Go uh, ahead and I can roll superior, because I'm in my ship. Yep. yep. Uh, That's an eight. So, on a seven to nine, it costs you. Expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. If I expose myself to danger, am I just going to have to roll, uh, take a powerful yeah. blow? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you'll have a chance of rolling better than I did. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll just expose myself to danger. I'll take the powerful blow in Bobbin's place. Right. So you basically see that it's about to open fire. So you, like, pivot the ship in a way that defends him and defends Nikolai. So go ahead and roll, take a powerful blow. Okay. I hope this is better. Eight. Eight. So you can choose one. Uh, I'll just mark two conditions, honestly. Okay. I don't want to give ground, and I don't want to yell at... I don't want to yell at my good robot friend. <laughs> Me and my robot friend. Okay. Uh, my robot All right. So then, congratulations. You have punched the satellite 
You also get to choose something from the defend list. Oh yeah, you also do get to choose something from the defend list. Oh, um, right, right, right. How much team do we have? Five? Five. Uh, well, I didn't have any conditions, and I can't take influence over Nikolai, because I have influence. I think I have influence over Nikolai. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah no, yes, I do. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just add a team to the pool. That's the only one I can do. Okay. Congratulations, you're at 16. Also, I'm I'm angry and insecure. Okay. All right. It's going to take a while for it to drop but that's always that was always within the plan it will survive re-entry these things are built tough because of course they are so it will eventually crash down on castle castora and i'm i'm guessing nikolai would do it in such a way to give everybody time to do their own thing yeah and being a robot i am able to provide like an actual countdown to terminal impact okay yeah like between the AI on board, Nikolai, and myself, who is fairly smart, we can probably probably hash this out to just be like, this is going to take as much time as we need, probably. Okay. All right. So then, we are going to switch gears. Felix, Robin. Yes. yes. You are heading to the DHEA vault. Yeah. So do you think this is going to be like a situation where like we're just going to be able to walk right in because everything's chaos or are they going to be in even more lockdown? It's going to be an incredible pain in the butt. Uh, I would put it to a coin flip, honestly. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I can't just put us in there because they stole Calvert's anti-utech power blocking stuff. So we're going in through the front door. I have a plan to crack the vault if we have to, but let's see if we can get in without having to do that. All right. You go to the DHEA building. It is, of course, on fire, and there's a bunch of rubble piled around it. I love what they've done with the place. There's also a big, really big hole drilled into one of the... Like he could have, he could have used the front door, but no, he decided for drama's sake to drill his way in through the wall. Comically easy it is. See, I, I kind of figured he'd be coming up from below, but all right, this works too. But yeah, when you get in there, like you see a bunch of DHEA officers who are either dead or down or just very, very much not in a way to actually stop you. Like, they, they're, they can, like, raise a gun, but, like, they raise it, and then they just immediately drop their arm because they can't support it anymore. They're all just leaving. Fuck this. We don't get paid enough. Is Gortrilla still in here? No, you see one of the elevators had their door drilled in, and you, you guess he... You went- press the button, and it <laughs> opens. <laughs> One track mind. When one of your hands is a drill, everything looks like a thing that you drill. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you you see the elevator door was drilled through and I mean, there's a choice. You can go up or down, but the vaults are all down. Let's go up just to throw things in a loop. Yeah, sure. I'm, uh, I'm sure everything we need is going to be in Cook's office. You want to wreck? We could wreck Cook's office. Do you want to do that? 
Let's do it after. I, I don't right. want us to be late. I That's don't want to look bad like that. If we have time, we could like try to just say, well, no, you can just teleport in there. You've done that before. Uh, they got it blocked now. Uh, we we are we are chatting as Felix is repelling us down with some hard light nonsense. Yep, you get down to the floor that you need to uh, get to, and when you get there, there's a lot of signs of battle. There's laser burns everywhere. There's like parts where things have been scraped by drills. There's some guys who are just like hanging, like just on one of like the. Uh, hanging light fixtures. Yes, light fixtures. I will save those dudes. No, no, no. They're just they're just like sort of like hanging over over it and just like unconscious. So they're like they just got thrown up there, or gorilla kicked up there, or something. Are gorillas known for kicking? I mean, they got big, strong legs. Well, they have big. They have strong legs. They don't have big legs. And uh, I will. I will say this, as you walk down and you see the carnage, you actually do uh, catch up with um, with Gordrilla. He's just walking out and he's holding the big the big crystal. I don't think you guys ever saw the actual crystal. It's just like, it's big enough that he can't wrap his entire hand around it. And it's about like big the crystal. size of your, for- it's like the size of your forearm. And it's like glowing like pink. And he looks over at you and he goes, Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, big guy. Oh, hey, what's up yourself? Got a proposition. Uh, so I know last time you just let me go, but I, is, is, is this going to be a problem? Can I just go again? We got something to ask. Go on. Okay, so, 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 so. We are not here to take the crystal away from you. Okay. Like, I, I feel like... I feel like exchanging goods and services here. I, I'm cool to let you walk out of here with that. Let's make a deal. Okay. We need you to take your drill tank and bust up the underside of the transistor tyrant's mind control device. Ooh, I was right up with you until you said transistor tyrant. He's going to be occupied. We have a plan for that. Mm, I still don't want to cross that guy. Look, I know he's scary. We are going to be occupying him. Also, I want you to think real hard about this, Gortrilla. I want you to think real hard about what happens to you if he wins. Do you think you are going to be somebody who gets to operate as you like, or more specifically, operates alive in his new world order. Just kind of a matter of time until he thinks, that's a nice shiny crystal you got there, monkey man. And he will kill you to take it. Mm -hmm. I want you to roll me. Persuade with best interest. Oh, persuade with best interest. Yeah, yeah, that is that is actually an adult move that you have. Yep. So go ahead and take, roll that. Best Get it done. If they're an NPC on a 10 plus, they buy it and act accordingly. He looks at you, and you can't you can't really tell much from his facial expression because uh, 
he's got that like Jordy visor for eyes, so it's kind of hard to read what's going on in his eyes. And then he says, "Okay, yeah, yeah, but uh, you you gotta understand that as soon as I'm done with the drill thing, I'm leaving. Like I'm not sticking around for that." Yeah, totally understandable. Yeah, okay. totally understandable. Okay, so uh, come follow me to my giant drill tank and. Crime uh... was not destroyed this time. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I t- I look at Felix. Are we are we going with him? I thought we were just gonna split up. He was gonna go by himself. I kind of want to ride in the big drill tank. I mean, we get there either way, don't if, we? If the plan was for you guys to go alone and I do the drill tank thing by myself, then that's that's cool. I'll do it. Like, are we trying to catch the kids by surprise? Are we sneaking up on them from behind? What? I wasn't really clear I, on that one. We were going to teleport into the middle of the park. There's not a, a lot of better ways to take someone by surprise than just being on top of them instantaneously. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that would, that would really throw me off. Yeah. Also, we're going to raid the vault. Oh yeah, we were going to... I uh, I do kind of want to ride in the tank, but you had to get an excellent point. Most of the good stuff's already been taken, uh, but, you know, you're free to look around. Tell you what, tell you what, you get your tank warmed up, and if we're not there by the time you're good to go, go without us. Does that work for everybody? He can't give you a thumbs up because one of his hands is holding a crystal and his other hand is a drill. He gives a drill up. So he starts lifting his hand and realizes he can't give a thumbs up with that. He starts lifting the drill so he can't realize he realizes he can't give a thumbs up with that. He lifts up one of his feet and gives you a toe up. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I was going to say, why doesn't he just like salute with the drill or something? <laughs> give it a couple of revs. Cuts him monkey. Monkey. Him monkey. Monkey. And he goes, All right, I'll see you guys later. And he just revs up his drill, and he just starts drilling straight down. You have a feeling that the drill is just right underneath the building. Well, where else would it be? Above it? <laughs> All right. Well, if uh, if you're gonna get to ride in the in the special car, we're gonna have to make this search quick. All right. Uh, what are we looking for again? We are looking for basically anything useful, specifically anything that involves like brain stuff. They're all labeled in here. I've been in here once before. Also the freeze ray, if that hasn't been taken. Alrighty, I'm gonna do an assist the situation. At a minus two, please, because like he said, the good stuff was already ta- already taken. Okay, dokie. I still got a 10, motherfucker. What the fuck? <laughs> You guys are wasting all your good rolls on the pre-fight stuff. I just hope you know that. All right, so I get two. What here can I use to stop brain thing? There's not anything in here to stop it on a mass scale. Otherwise, the DHEA would have used it already. Yeah. But there are a couple of, like... You know what? I had... We're gonna bring this around to the second session. Remember how Gordrilla had like those brain clamps that like took over people? Yes. Yeah, you can 100% just 
with Robin's help, reverse engineer those to do the opposite. And they're still here. Yeah, I found those um, mind controlly things that Gordrilla used on us that one time. Oh, bitchin'. When we rendezvous with Zero, I can pass those off and get them fixed up. Nice. Uh, what else? What else? What else? God, it's like supermarket at the morning right after church lets out. Um, how could it be best in this quickly? I mean, I want to find the freeze ray. All right. Yeah, the freeze ray is behind some pretty heavy duty stuff because it is fairly dangerous. And uh, you actually hmm. see the guy who it belongs to. He's in there. He's like trying to figure out how to get it back. He's like, oh, my God. I'm just going to like get uh, Robin to have like wave them over. Uh, and just like, hey, thing. Well, it's probably shielded, so I'm not going to try and snatch it, but I am just going to, like, walk up behind the guy and tap him on the shoulder. Be like, hey, uh, buddy, not today. Sorry, we're taking it. Reflex from somebody tapping him on the shoulder is for him to just fucking swing around wildly to try and punch somebody. It's not it's not dangerous, though. He's not a real fucking fighter, and you've been training with the silver fucking skeleton. You just grab his arm by instinct and just chump him onto the floor. I, it's pure reflex. I don't even realize that I'm doing it until it's done. And so his back hits the floor and I'm like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I need to work what on that. What the fuck? Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Man, you're getting good at that. Uh, I just want my gun. I'm useless I, without my gun. Literally I know, useless. I'm, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to throw you. I'm, I'm this... working on it. I, You're not getting your gun today. I'm sorry. We're taking it. But it's fine. He I looks like he's legitimately on the verge of tears. You need to save the world, buddy. We we need it more. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do I know you? I feel like I've met you. No, I I met your friend one time. He was on patrol with the captain list and they threw me in jail. Yeah, after they beat the shit out of you and made fun of you. Which wasn't oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah told me about this idiot. Well, I shouldn't say idiot, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm right here! Hey, buddy, what's your name? You're like your actual day. name. <laughs> How did you not get mind-controlled? I don't... I'm not a... I don't have the thing! The, the, the gene! I use a freezing gun! Alright. Buddy, what's your name? Your actual name. Yeah, let me, give, no, give me a second, because he didn't he didn't have a superhero name, or a supervillain name, if I remember correctly, he was, uh, they gave him well, one, he, and he did, reached. they didn't let him say it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fred Reese. F. Reese. No. I got it. Fried no. rice. Same Harris? What? No. Okay, we're going to go with Fred Reese. Fuck you, he fought. My <laughs> <laughs> name's Fred. Alright, hey. Hi, Fred. I'm Robin. After this is all over, you and me, we're gonna talk. We're gonna see if we can set you up with something better, alright? Something better than that I motion this. It's pretty good, though. Yes, and we need it. I made that by myself. No, no. That's impressive. I didn't motion at the freeze ray, I motioned oh. at, like, the world. Oh, okay! <laughs> okay, fair enough. Like, if you built that thing yourself, I know some people who could use an engineer's mind. 
Alright, fine, fine. I'm not even gonna make you roll. This was this was just one hundred percent role playing. I wanna build freeze rays. <laughs> 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 Alright, and then he he moves off and he finds something else that he can take to protect himself from the fucking rampaging superheroes outside. Yep. A gun. <laughs> And between the two of us, we get the containment bit open and get yep. the freeze ray and yep. get the fuck out of the building. There's alarms going off everywhere, but they were going off before, so it's no different. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody coming to stop. It's fucking chaos right now. <sighs> All right. So at this point, our individual jobs are done. So what we are waiting for now is for Zero to just give me the signal to put them into the spot for the orbital trap. And that's going to happen when they think it's best to coincide with the satellite drop. I mean, we're technically already in space. Actually. I, I will need a couple of things sent to me, though. Yeah, oh, I got to right. put the chip in there and I got to put the freeze ray in there. I still want to ride the tank, but if it's going to be more advantageous to just drop on them, I understand. I mean, you can ride in the tank and then drop in on, like, you can ride in the tank while you're waiting. No. I, yeah, I can teleport you out of the tank. Hey, hey. No, it's okay. No, I just... Live your best life. All right. <laughs> you drop into the tank. It looks very tanky. Gordrilla looks over at you. And he says, Oi, you're just in time. And he slots his drill arm into an ignition slot and starts revving it up. And outside, like the, dr the big drill tank. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same thought. And uh, outs an outside tank also spins at like the same speed that his arm is. And then like he's he's like steering everything with like his actual arm and his feet. And he and he's just having a ball. He's smiling. He's making uh, gorilla sounds that don't translate to anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of living so your best life, this is the power of the spiral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of note, I am not there. It'll be easier for me to coordinate all of my jumps from the surface. So yeah. before Felix jumped into the hole, gave him a kiss on the cheek, and I told him I was pale for him. And I left via the front door. It's not once already, but it's still must All right, and... From my end, the first thing you get is a countdown timer like sent to your phone. And uh, when the timing is appropriate, a set of rendezvous coordinates. All right. So I put Nikolai in position. I put the tracking chip in Nikolai. I put the freeze ray in Nikolai, all simultaneously in orbit. I, ha I did have a thought, by the way, because there was the whole thing before of like, ah, oh, space is a vacuum. Robin can't do that. I'm like, well, it's it's not a perfect vacuum. It's kind of full of photons, because you can see in space. <laughs> Actually, it's uh, it's technically full of atmosphere in low orbit. I mean, significantly less per square meter, but still. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how so high up you are wanting to drop from low orbit all right well you're in low orbit now in the perfect spot to orbital drop all right and then countdown starts 10 9 8 
I mean, I'm just sort of like perched up on a rooftop waiting for the timers to hit. Felix is in the drill tank. Zero's in orbit and Penny's in her ship somewhere. I don't know where exactly you're at. I'm just picturing that moment where everything, the music is building up and the, the scene just quickly flashes between all four of us. Yeah. Similar looks of determination in our eyes. And then and then there's one flash to Gordrilla just making the happy sounds. <laughs> that was me actually hitting my chest, by the way. <laughs> I think Damn. it is much. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, uh, two, one, zero. How appropriate. <laughs> you fight like a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Down I go. Alright, so then, both you and Penny, because cause I, I feel like asking you to roll directly engage a threat twice would be lame, so I need both Zero and Penny to roll directly engage a threat for your respective targets. Oh, oh, I'm rolling to hit the thing with the satellite. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah you're rolling to hit the, the castle with the satellite. Okay, I was like, what am I rolling for? <laughs> 11. Okay, 11, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, what the hell? Snake eyes. Snake eyes, okay. All right, so the satellite drops perfectly. It looks like it's on a direct fucking collision course. And then I'm not sure how how close you are following it, but we're going to do a cutaway here. So the panels are basically showing... You know, the the thing falling, and then a bunch of Kestorobots that come out and just start flying up towards it and start, like, zapping it into smaller and smaller pieces. And there's a big boom of energy, and the shields to the castle just go up. So the things harmlessly hit the shielding, but uh, it you definitely have gotten his attention because nobody has made a fucking direct attack against his castle in decades because everybody who does usually ends up dead. So yeah, you've definitely got his attention. Meanwhile, Nikolai, you streak down, you got your fist extended and you are flaming from re-entry and then you slam down and you calculated the math wrong and you slam down directly next to the mind control device uh there's a big shockwave which throws everybody off but as you look up and you did not hit the thing at all and you see the transistor tyrant standing on top of it and you see the twins looking directly at you and you see the diplomat looking at you you see a bunch of castor robots looking at you and you also see Director Cook looking at you like you're the biggest fucking idiot in the world. I play it off like I meant to do that. (laughs) Brush off the uniform, shake out my arms. And I, of course, did the uh, the whole superhero three-point landing thing. And I just look up and with a shitty grin say, Hey there, Archie. Your eyes grew back sooner than I expected. 
Yes, well, I admit, I was blind, but now I see. <laughs> Please, Ray. Yes, to say it would use it. That's how the real capitalist worked. <laughs> By the way, simultaneous to his landing, Mooncat and Shimmer are also on the scene. All right. So who are you freeze raying? Because I know the plan was for you to go after the diplomat. Are you going to freeze ray the diplomat? Or are you going to try and go directly for the big boy himself? At the moment, I am trying to make as big a distraction as possible. So I'm not necessarily looking to damage anyone here so much as get everyone's attention on me to the exclusion of anything else happening in the surroundings. Okay. So yeah, this is Are You Watching Closely? At a minus... I don't know if I want to give you a minus one or a minus two to how bad that was. I'll, I'll, I'll cap it off at minus one. Wow. Oh. Ouch. Hmm. So what does a failure on Are You Watching Closely entail? Well, uh, let's see here. On a miss, you're hopelessly embroiled in it and under pressure, mark a condition. Okay. Yeah, so uh, which condition are you marking? Insecure. Yeah. So, in the middle of your spiel, the diplomat just fucking walks up and starts weighing hard into you. Like, he is... You've seen the Silver Skeleton fight several times. Uh, This guy is basically on the level of the Silver Skeleton. So please roll, take a powerful blow. At a a minus one, at a minus one, because you are made out of goop. Not not just goop, metal. Metal goop, yes. That's better, sort of. That's the good kind of bad roll we want to see. Yeah, at least I'm consistent with this as well. (laughs) And incidentally, I have filled my potential track from that all of that nonsense just now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, think of a level up you want to do because you can take it like right now. Uh, just just take it and we'll yeah, come screw back it. To I'm later. getting plus one to two labels. <laughs> okay. All right. This is the final battle. I might as well. Yeah. All right. So then, Shimmer and Mooncat just immediately start leaping at the transistor tyrant. Shimmer manages to get a couple good hits in, but uh, he just, like, blasts her with electricity. And then Mooncat doesn't even get a chance to land a blow. Um, She tries leaping down on him, and he just, like, magics her so that uh, she stands still in the air. And he just slams her down into the ground. All right, so uh, who is next? Just incidentally, what happens with the diplomat is that, yeah, he tries all of his martial arts bullshit, and I just... Still in character as the capitalist, look down at him and go, What are you even trying to do here? Uh, he says something in German. Though you would probably be able to speak German. Like, I, I think I would download a, uh, <laughs> a translation app. For... I'm trying yeah, to some... punch you in the face. <laughs> he would actually say, Seeking a worthy challenge, of course. Uh, so, who's next? <sighs> okay, so at this point, I want to talk with the with the rest of the people, like out of character. How much time do we want to like stay out of the fight to 
have Gortrilla show up? Like, when do we want to enter the fight? Do we want to enter it now or later? I mean, how much does it matter? Because if we're distracting Archibald and the kids, then they'll they'll be distracted and they won't really be able to defend against the drill. And the mind control device still needs disabling. I think putting a... uh, Putting a priority on that would be good. Okay. I'm good to act now if nobody else has, if, if nobody else knows what they want to do. I mean, I'm going to go punch Franz. That's what I'm going to do. I'd have to pull you out of the tank, but yeah, I can do that. I, I know what your coordinates are. I can't believe that Sundog is going to attempt to assassinate Franz Ferdinand and kill and set off World War One. Damn it, I was going to call him Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, I'll I'll take my action, and then we could just like say, that as a free action, I bring my companions into the fight as they desire. Okay. I am going to try and disable the mind control device. Okay. How are you going to do that? How are you accomplishing this? So like, like there's the bit that's poking out of the ground, and there's the bit that's underneath the ground, right? Correct. Yes. Okay, so that means the ground forms a pretty good, like, discontinuity point on this machine. Well, it does sound like the part that's below ground is part of a larger facility as well. Right, but the part that's above ground matters. Yes. So what I'm going to do is I am going to draw a box around the parts of the machine that are above ground, and I am going to put that box in the bay. Okay. That sounds like a directly engage a threat to me. Because they, there are a lot of people here who would stop want to stop you from doing that. Nine. That's a nine. Alright, well, uh, I do want to state that I am, like, not on the battlefield yet. Okay. I'm at a point where I can see the battlefield, but I am not physically present on it. It's okay. like, I don't need to be close to things. Uh... I wish I had rolled one more so that I could actually do two things. We got this actually. huge pile of team. Yeah, you do have a huge pile of team. Can I maybe have Nikolai do something to help me out? I was going to say also, like, you know, I could be there considering I just remembered, yeah. hey, I can do the thing I want to do remotely because I have a ship that I can talk to telepathically. All so right. I'm there. You're cool. there. So I've got somebody present to help me out. Whichever way it goes, that's now a 10. I am choosing to take something from them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that just that I'm flashing the freeze ray around sufficiently enough to distract the people who would retaliate for this. Excellent. Because that's what my other option is going to be, is no retaliations. Okay. So I will say that this thing does have condition... It has like, it, it's gonna operate under weird stuff. It has hit point values. It has a hit point value. Each time you successfully attack it, you deal one damage and it has three health, but you can't damage it the same way twice, essentially. So just to prevent you from being like, yeah, I just keep doing that thing. So yeah, you teleport big chunks of it into the bay. And at that point, Transistor Tyrant realizes, 
oh, hey, someone's fucking with my machine, and he just brings up a magical field around it to protect you, to protect it from just bits of it just disappearing. And presumably the backup transmitters go online. Yeah, they're not as efficient, but you know, they're they will get the job done until they can do repairs. So, who wants to go next, Poltergeist or Sundog? I'll do thing. So I guess I'm just riding with Gordrilla and I get a little ping. I'm like, alright, this has been cool. Nice tank. Don't fuck up. I'll see you in a bit. Cool. I see I'm going to get that of there. Yeah. You are placed on the battlefield in front of the opponent that you most wish to tangle with. Uh, he is 100% dressed in his full regalia, because of course he would. And uh, he says something in German. I think hey. we previously established that uh, Felix does not speak German. I still don't speak German, Franz man. Oh, so, everything's coming up to Faye, huh? City's, well, not under your control, but under your dad's control. You got everything you wanted, and you're about to have a good old punch out with a guy you wanted to humili humiliate, huh? I will try not to rip off too much of your face when I rip that mask off. After all, oh, yeah, we, do yeah, want to see, we do want to see who you are first. You did say something about ripping that mask off. I did. You did say that. Oh, that was, well, exactly, was exactly two days ago, huh? Long time. I have learned a lot and I've grown a lot since then. So a couple things. A couple things I've learned is one, I'm not afraid of who I am. And I pulled my mask off. And I'm not afraid of you. Is this your moment of truth? Basically, yeah. Okay. You control the narrative, and I did say in Discord, you guys can just burn your moment of truths to just annihilate one of the minions if you guys so choose. So tell me. And I have so chosen. Re so read tell it out. me. Read it out. Yeah, read, read your moment of truth out. The mask is a lie, and some piece of you has always, always known that. It doesn't matter if others can see it. You're the one who can do the impossible. Mask off. Costume on. You're going to save the damn day. All right. Now, tell me, how the fuck do you beat this guy senseless? So I've thrown down with this guy a couple of times. I've got his measure. So as he's, like, charging at me, I'm just going to very, at the last second, sidestep and just brighten the kidneys. Just wham. Okay. Uh, he holds his side and says something in German that you can't understand. Still can't speak that, and I just, like, I'm behind him and I grab him and I suplex him. <laughs> he gets back up. He's, he's slowly trying to get back up and he's like reaching for that big axe thing that he was holding that he no, he wasn't holding anymore because you suplexed him. So he's like grabbing that but it keeps like falling out of his uh, fingers. You know what? I'm just gonna like actually hand it to him. He takes it and he looks at you for a second that gives you just long enough for you to do something else. I'm just gonna smack him right in the face. Just while he's looking at me confused, like, no, we're still fighting. Come on. <laughs> he's, he's still wearing the helmet. So when you smack him in the face, the helmet just sort of like turns around backwards and he can't see out of it. 
So he, he has to like drop the axe and like grab his helmet to try and turn around gives you another opportunity to get another hit in. Oh, come on. I want him to take at least a swing at me. And like he's going to like try to wild swing at me and I'm just like effortlessly weaving them. Just dodging yeah. and weaving. Yeah. Okay. So he turns the helmet around and he's just like running at you like swinging mad. You can definitely tell he's pretty good at hand to hand combat, but he was much better at wielding that weapon. I'm going to brace myself take a deep calm breath and just like as he's like brings the axe down I'm just going to twist and just dodge it and grab it and use his momentum to fling him into the hardest available object you fling him right into the statue of Megalad and that thing was built tough so it doesn't even dent you just fling him in there and he is down Wachter has been defeated uh now World War One starts crap <laughs> Alright, so then, Zero, Sundog just fucking clowned one of the Duffets, so what do you do? Well, I give uh, the Diplomat a sort of sad, sympathetic look as he attempts to wail on my steel chest or grab my arm in an attempt to flip me that is entirely unsuccessful because I weigh several times the uh, mass of the average human and then just with one hand grab him by the neck and then just sort of ram him through the magic shield sort of using the IFF so to speak in order to get through and then I would like to use his body to smash through the uh, part of the mind control mechanism and deal damage to that all right and Hopefully not real snake eyes this time. Yeah, go ahead and roll uh, directly engage a threat. Better. That's a, yeah, that's a seven. So you can choose one. I will tell you right now, if you resist or avoid their blows, then you will not be able to sufficiently damage the mind control device. That would be more uh, take something from them if you wanted to do that. All right. Would I still do a condition against the diplomat? I am using him as a blunt instrument. Yes. How about I this? Will... How about how about take it this way, Colin? If he takes takes something from them, he'll get conditions on both. If he doesn't, he'll get conditions on one of them. Bobbin's choice. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That sounds good. So, which one do you want? Do you want to damage both of them, or do you want to damage one of them and not take a reprisal? And not take a reprisal. Who would be dealing the reprisal? The the diplomat, obviously, because you're currently engaged with him, and he. He's probably put two and two together. He's not an unintelligent man, so he has other tricks up his sleeve that aren't just punch and kick this person. Yeah, I will say that a lot of the stuff that works on the capitalist would also work on NC-11 anyways. So, mm -hmm. All right, so yeah, I will knock the, uh, the diplomat senseless enough that he is unable to use any of his tricks or gadgets, but also damage the mind control device. Okay, so you're not damaging him, but you are damaging the mind control device. Got it. Yes, and avoiding blows. Okay. Alright. Two out of three. Um, the transistor tyrant just sort of sighs as you, like, ram him through the mind control device and sees the damage that are going through it, and he uses his power over electricity to, like, cause the wires to, like, 
form up and like re try and reform themselves. He's not as good as it was before. It's just a patchwork job, essentially. So he's... He's using magical fields in order to conduct electricity through the broken ends of the wires. Yeah, so it's it's patchwork, but it will do. And meanwhile, um, he is still fighting Shimmer and Mooncat fairly handedly. Like, they're, they're going at him, but they can't really get a hold on him. Like, he keeps using magic to, like, deflect their blows, and um, eventually he just like, sort of flies above them and just uh, zaps them both with electricity. So they're having a rough time with it. So, Penny, uh, Poltergeist, that mind control device, is at least the surface bit of it, is looking mighty fucked up. Alright, well, um... You know, I'm not necessarily on the battlefield, but I'm close enough that with a good yell, I think I can get somebody's attention. So Penny just fucking floats up in the air and shouts at the top of her lungs at just because I want him to watch me do this uh, at Archibald. And she says, Hey, Archibald, how familiar are you with large mining machines and what I'm going to do is uh, I'm using my moment of truth you basically exist with one foot out the door ready to leave this place to go out into the wide expanse of the universe you're never fully committed that is until today until right now now you pour everything that you have and everything that you are into this moment you pull off tricks no one from this planet has ever seen before. You use your tools in ways no one here could have ever imagined. You devote yourself here and now to a cause, and you achieve your goals in ways that you never could have if you'd only stayed home. Of course, now you've proved to everyone that you really don't belong here, and that the very skills that let you succeed are the ones you earned from out there. So, um, let me paint you a picture. Okay. This whole time this fighting has been going on, there's been kind of like a distant rumbling, which, you know, the city's been in... It's been bad. But as this has been going on, it's been getting louder and louder and louder. And uh, eventually it gets too loud to ignore. When a... Presumably something even bigger than the Bagger 288 mining machine is being basically dragged across the city by Penny's ship as it mines a canal <laughs> down the road straight for the park. Okay. I don't know what everyone else does while this is happening, but eventually the canal is finished. Penny's ship lifts off with it to go deposit it somewhere and Penny, now holding a detonator, presses it when there's a large boom. And for a second, nothing happens. And another second, nothing happens. When a wall of water comes barreling down this giant canal she's dug down the city, when it reaches the park, it doesn't you know, flood the entire thing, but it does turn into an island, basically. And while that's happening, Penny is holding in her hands a 
piece of eight, which she drops into the water. You should tell me what happens there. But I just want to say that the thing that happens, I want it to knock over the tower. Nothing happens at first. And then you hear... From shore and down on her, a right whale bore. The captain called all hands and swore he'd take that whale in tow. Soon may the weatherman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. And the ship from Homecoming just sails up this new canal that was created and standing at the fucking prow of the ship is Johnny and fucking his entire crew is just singing the Wellerman song and this time yes I am fucking going with the popular one uh when we did that episode originally it was before the whole sea shanty th- thing online had happened and <laughs> Johnny just sort of leans over the uh the that's how you know we're trendsetters <laughs> fuck <laughs> And yeah. Johnny just sort of leans over the steering wheel and, and he goes, You called? Ahoy, Captain Johnny. I had a favor to ask of you. You think you could uh, help us out here? And I, you know, point my thumb at the fucking transmitter sticking out of the ground. He nods and he, the ship turns so that it's on its side and the cannon ports open and they just fire on the thing. So, congratulations, the top half of this thing is destroyed, and at the exact same time that happens, the drill shoots up from below, and the entire thing is destroyed, and then the the drill tank basically breaches like a whale, comes up, and then just goes nose down and back into the ground and just disappears. Obligations fulfilled. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and those were magic ghost pirate cannonballs. So they go right through the shield. Yup. So because the moment of truth that you just did was only for one hit point against the thing that had one hit point left, what else would you like to do? Would you like to take out one of the mooks or would you like to do a consequence free hit against the transistor tyrant? Honestly, it feels like the better option is to take out one of the mooks, but also, I really like the idea of just pissing off Archibald a lot. If you want to take out the diplomat, I'm done with him. I mean, yeah, you did kind of just collapse the fucking tower on him. I mean, I collapsed the tower on him. (laughs) You you collapsed the tower on both of us. I don't care. It's not the first time I've dropped something on you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you're taking out the diplomat. Yeah, and, uh... Okay. You know, there is kind of just, like, a fucking skeleton pirate crew there. Yep. I don't know if they're going to stick around. I kind of hope so. Uh, no, they they are. Um, They have to stay 
mostly like in contact with. No, actually, no. An island would. This is an island. Yeah, this is an island. So they start running onto the island that you created, and Cook raises her gun and just starts shooting skeletons. A couple of their heads fall off, but they keep rushing forward because they're skeletons. And what's her face? Francisca also just starts using her hook swords against multiple pirates at a time. She's like fighting three at once while Cook is just basically picking them off with her pistol. So, uh, that was Penny's turn. Switch, you're up. So it sounds like the last remaining mini-boss is uh, having a time right now. I'm going to yeah. see about making that a bit of a worse time. <laughs> okay. I figured the best way to start that... I'm not, I, I am not spending my moment of truth here. I am instead just going to fucking teleports behind her and stabs her at the base of her skull with my stun stick. All right, please go ahead and roll directly engage a threat. And you know what? Give yourself a plus one. I'll take it. Hey, 13. 13. So choose two. Well, I am going to create an opportunity for my allies because okay. I just fucking tased her in the back of the head. And, you know, we do need to take this last one out. So I figure she's about to get ganked by everybody jumping on her at once. <laughs> and I am going to declare that she is frightened. I have frightened the opposition. Okay, well, I have to mark a condition anyway, so afraid makes sense now. I will mark afraid. Yeah. That is one of three that she can mark. Let me find out what I want to do with that. While you're doing that, locked labels from the players. Uh, I locked savior. At? Two. Uh, yeah, and just for the just for record keeping sake, I locked superior at three. I have also locked superior at three. Flash out without thought at a threat. Okay, yeah, she can do that one. So you stun her in the back of the neck. It doesn't take her down. She is tough. She's also probably been electrocuted a couple of times by her own dad, just for training purposes. And also because he's a terrible fun. Fun. <laughs> so when you do that, she just swings around. She stops fighting the skeletons that she's fighting. And she, by surprise, brings both of her hook swords at your leg, sweeps you out from underneath your feet, and just uh, and starts trying to rake them across your body. Uh, please roll, take a powerful blow. A seven. A seven. So, which one? I'm going to mark angry, mm -hmm. and I'm going to mark insecure. All right. Um, she is not playing around. She is digging those blades into your flesh and like there's one that almost goes straight through your shoulder and she just rips it down and just, like she is trying to disarm you in the most literal sense of the word okay are you telling me to roll it again no 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 i'm just letting you know she's fucking she's being very rude she's trying to fuck you up permanently so that way she, you will stop she is trying this. to kill me yes is what she is trying to do yes Sundog. Hey, guess yeah. what? I'm not going to let them do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get some momentum. I'm just going to do like a full on sprinting dive tackle on Francesca. Okay. 
this sounds like you're trying to defend Robin, so go ahead and roll defend. Okay. Well, hey there. Uh, hey. Hey there, yeah. twelve. How you doing? Nice to see you. Okay, so which one of the um, which one of the things do you want to take? Either add a team to the pool or clear a condition. Uh, the only condition I got is angry, and I could use that. So let's add a team to the pool because I feel like we're gonna need it. Okay. But by the way, Colin, I have a quick mm. question. Yes. Uh, just out of out of curiosity, I I assume that. Mooncat and Shimmer have been fighting Archibald this entire time. Yeah, I I I give you updates on on them on Zero's turns essentially. Okay, I I'm just curious. Um, when they do hit him, I assume they occasionally do actually like manage to get solid hits in, even if it's not yeah. affecting his condition stack. Right. Does he actually like? feel pain? Does he react like he is experiencing pain or just like he's experiencing kinetic force? It seems like at the moment he's just experiencing kinetic force, though you don't know if that's just because he's so used to pain that it just isn't registering or the heart hits aren't just hard enough, but he's not really just like, it's not really slowing him down all that much is the thing. Okay. I, I know what you're trying to fish for, but like, that's no, I'm fishing for something different, actually. Okay. We'll get there when we get there. I was just curious. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, you add a team to the pool. Um, so, yeah, you you tackle Francisca out of the way, and uh, she just looks up at you. <laughs> she says something in German, and then she says, and yes, I know you can't understand that, and just starts uh, swinging at you instead. What do you do? Switch, are you back on your feet by now? Probably taken a moment to get up, but I can certainly get onto my feet pretty quick. Okay, well, are we looking to shadow box? Yeah, we talked about like doing the teleport fighting thing. Yeah, I think we, we've only ever we done that once. We sort of did that against Johnny until he just kind of stopped. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's rehash that against somebody right. who's not just gonna like give up. <laughs> shadow box against somebody who cares. Yep. All right, so I'm going to, while Switch is recovering, start getting them into position to pull off our shadow boxing routine. Okay. So what would that role be? Since I'm not so much fighting them as I'm just trying to, like, buy time and maneuver them where I want them. Which I... Oh, well, actually, that's two things that directly engage a threat does. Never mind. Yes, yes. Oh, and that should get a (laughs) plus one. Well, whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's an eight. Doesn't matter. So, which one are you doing? Um, well, create an opportunity for my allies. You start doing the teleporting fighting, and whether by just pure instinct or whether because Switch is being, like, a little predictable, like, fitting to a pattern too much, even if it is a sort of semi-random pattern, she eventually just swings her hook swords right into you. I need you to roll me take a powerful blow. Ooh, it's a nine. Uh, I'll give ground. Alright. Does she still take a condition? Yes, she does. She's gonna be angry. So, she swings directly into, like, your side and gets you, like, in one of your ribs and, like, another one is, like, in your kidney and she just, like, starts 
spinning in place and throws you directly towards Archibald, who then takes Shimmer and just magics her in front of him. And you two sort of clash and like fall into each other. And at that point, Mooncat tries jumping in to protect you both. And Archibald just ele- starts electrocuting her and she just falls to the ground and he's just going full Palpatine on her. Dick. And Poltergeist, I know you just went, but we did kind of skip one of your turns. So if you would like to take your actual turn now. I would like to take a turn. I think that sure. would be a fun thing to do. Sure. Just to clarify, was that also her condition move? Yes, she was, I think it was acting through unthinking violence. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, quick question. Yes. Would Deaton Canal through the city be breaking something important? <laughs> you know what? Yes, I'll give you that. I'm pretty sure you broke at least one thing important to get that here. I've probably taken out power for a small portion of the city as well as um, just a lot of things, really. Anyway, uh, I guess I'll unmark angry whenever the scene changes. That's the thing you're supposed to do, right? Anyway, so, uh, hey, I want to, like, defend Mooncat. You know, that NPC that's being shocked right now? Yeah. Like, I'd like to help my friends, but also, I think it's good to help other people, too. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, Mooncat does not influence over me, so I have to roll defend with minus two. Let's see how this goes. The last time you rolled with minus two, you still got a ten. Uh, that's a six. You can use a team to try and bump that up. Uh, yeah. Sure, I will use a team. We have 16. Okay. So, who is helping in this situation? I'm guessing that, uh, well, Sundog actually couldn't. He's currently tangled up. But uh, if anybody else would like to try and help to make that not selfish, or unless unless you wanted to spend it selfishly. I have a thought. Mm-hmm. Which is that on my turn, I was going to just sort of smash through the rubble and shout, Archibald! And I, th- I figured that could distract him. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That turns into a seven. So, um, which one of from that list do you want? And also, do you want to expose yourself to danger or, or escalate the situation? I'll uh, escalate the situation because I don't want to take another. I don't want to have to roll, take a powerful blow. Okay. And I want to clear condition. I'm going to clear. Uh, I'm going to clear insecure. Okay. I mean, I just, like, fucking slide gravity sideways and just pull Mooncat away out of Archibald's electrical reach, I guess. And then when he goes to, you know, pursue, I guess, whatever Bobbin's doing happens. Plus, you know, whatever you're doing. Yep. What I'm doing is secret. Uh, I have escalated the situation. You do not know the way I've escalated it. It will become apparent fairly soon, though. Okie dokie. Alright. Zero, you're up. Alright, well, after smashing through the rubble, shouting Archibald! And uh, tossing the unconscious body of the diplomat to one side, having uh, pulled him out of the wreckage on my way out, I immediately leap forward, fist first, straight at uh, the tyrant's face. 
Alright, go ahead and roll directly engage a threat. Nine. Alright. Um, um hold on a second. No. No, that's actually a six. We could get that up to a seven. <laughs> I understand what's happening here. <laughs> I also understand it now. <laughs> okay, well, how's about this? Uh, I will I will help. I was sort of temporarily disengaged from my target what with getting my ass kicked and then having the person I was using as a weapon by proxy get thrown out of the fray. So I am there to see as Archibald starts to just get out of the way and I just tweak Nikolai's position enough to put him back on course. Okay. Alright, so that's a seven. Uh, which one do you want? I'm gonna take something from him. I'm gonna take his mask off. I'm gonna punch him so hard the mask just flies right off and now we can see whether it's a robot or the real deal. Oh, okay. Like to take his mask. Alright. Off. <laughs> All right, so yeah, um, you punch him so hard that his mask f uh, falls off and it is actually the person. It is actually Archibald. Or it's an android. No, it's not an android. So you can kind of see it in the pog. He's got some like purple, like facial tattoos on there as well, but there's no hideous scarring or anything. He just wears it for aesthetics. And he goes, I've had enough of you pretending to be that oaf. And he just puts his hands against you and starts shocking. Go ahead and roll, take a powerful blow, please. No. Because I've got the move, never give up, never surrender. It's what I got when I was uh, subject to the whole mind screw thing. Because I failed so hard, I leveled up. <laughs> And because I've got that, when I would take a powerful blow from someone with far greater power than me, I use this move instead of the basic, and I roll Savior. Oh, okay. I got an eight. What does an what eight do? entail? On a hit, you stand strong and choose one from a list. On a seven to nine, I also mark a condition. Okay. All right. Uh, I get to choose from, you get an opportunity or opening against your attacker. You rally from the hit and it inspires the team, add one team to the pool, or you keep your attacker's attention. I've got his attention. Okay. And for the record, I still haven't broken character. Yeah, I know. What I'll do is I'm going to mark guilty, because he does have that. And it's, it's less that he feels guilt about doing what he's doing and more that he is failing his country and he goes, you Americans are no better than the Cacth, just invading country after country, taking what you need and leaving nothing behind. I built my barony up from the ground. I gave my people protection. And what do you try to do? You try to take our natural resources by force. And this foolish oaf whose face you have taken is the worst lot of you. I'd rather fight a thousand of those bugs then let this country stand even one more day. Switch, you're up. <laughs> so, 
I still need to handle this last mini boss. Mm-hmm. And you, um, you hurt my boy, girl. That's not allowed. So I am going to back up, get a running start, hook my hand, like, open palm so my thumb is next to my ear, like I'm going to throw a shot put. Mm-hmm. And mid-stride, swap to be directly next to her, plant my hand on her face, and slam dunk the back of her head into the ground using the back of my leg as the fulcrum. All right, go ahead and roll directly engage a threat. Six. I'd like to help out. Okay. I just, you know, nudge the numbers a little bit when Switch is going, put a little bit more force behind what they're doing and a little bit less where it matters. All right, sure. Uh, so that is a seven. So, which one do you want? Um, how many conditions is she at? Um, this is going to be her last one, and then one more hit will take her out. Okay. Well, a blow to the back of the head is not good for your, like, motor control. I kind of want her to, like, drop her hook swords and not be able to pick them back up. Okay, yeah, so you're taking something from them? Mm-hmm. All right, so she drops her hook swords. She's trying to shake the uh, shit out of her head, but um, she does also have super agility. So after you smack her in the back of her head, she flips over you and just, like, punches you hard directly, like, into the spine. And so what she is doing is I've marked insecure and she is doubling down on broken plans or ideas. It currently is a broken plan to try and fight you, someone who's relatively fresh when she is basically all but out of the fight. So go ahead and uh, roll me take a powerful blow, please. Hey, not. Uh, maybe nine. up and moving and doing a defend. I feel like it's been enough time. Yeah, sure. I, I'm, I'm fine to take this hit. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I'm going to mark another two conditions. Okay. I'm going to mark guilty, and I don't know what the other one is going to be yet, but I'll figure it out momentarily. Okay. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, the condition I marked was damage. Okay. Sundog, uh, you're up. You untangle yourself from Shimmer. Mooncat has been rescued. And... As you're looking around to, like, try and regain your bearings, you see that Cook is lining up a shot over at Switch, who, like, is not paying attention to Cook because she has not been doing much. You get the feeling that she's trying to fight the mind control, so that's why she hasn't been doing that, but she's, like, she can't get uh, keep it held back anymore. So she's, like, like the, the way she's aiming her gun is, like, very shaky and you know not stable but it's still a good shot what do you do hey whatever happened to those um little mind clamp things we took you still have them yeah did they ever get like applied as they intended to be nope 
They've been in our inventory. Okay. Well, I'm going to take one, and I'm going to hit Cook with one. Clamp on him. Clamp on. All right. Um, go ahead and roll me directly engage a threat. Yeah, it's a nine. Nine. Okay. So uh, you can choose one, and I'll tell you right now, if you resist or avoid their blows, you will not get the opportunity to clamp the thing onto them. So this is a choice of not getting hit or uh, getting the thing on. All right. Uh, I'll take something from them then. Okay. You're taking their mind control away, which, you know, that works. So you start running up to her and she notices that and she just turns around and starts firing at you instead. So I need oh, you to roll me take no a problem shooting at me, apparently. No, no. I mean, you you see she's still being shaky, but like she's acting mostly on instinct at this point. So go ahead and roll. Take a powerful blow. That's an eight. And mark two conditions. Okay. Uh, let's see. Take afraid. I'm I'm going on the frontal assault here, so. Okay, then I'm going to take afraid and hopeless. Okay. So she pegs you a couple of times, like, in the shoulder. Uh, your your suit is fairly good at deflecting these blows, but, you know, it's it still will bruise hard later. And you clamp the anti-mind control device on her, and she goes, I am so so fucking sorry. Holy shit, are you it's okay? Cool. I didn't think that would actually work. I thought it would just kind of knock you out, but this is also good. No, 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 no. This is this is very good. I want to shoot that fucker who is in my goddamn head. Do so, please. I, I insist. <laughs> Alright, so then, uh, she turns around and she starts trying to shoot Archibald and uh, it just deflects off of his armor and he looks over and he goes, Good help is hard to find these days. Poltergeist, you're up. So our status right now is basically what we got left is... Francisca needs one more hit to go down for good, and then we have the Transistor Tyrant. And also, you guys kind of figured out, somewhere along the line, Loveless is here. That's how I escalated the situation. Yeah. All right. And it's apparently working for the other team. It's Haven. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to take out Franziska. It's probably been enough time reasonably that my ship is back, would you say? Yes, I will give you that. That's cool. I'm going to directly engage a threat with Superior. Okay, go for it. I rolled a, well, I rolled a 12, but we're going to see what you do. (laughs) I'm doing some math here real quick. Hold on. Seven. Yeah, it turns into a seven. Are you going to turn it into a seven? It's not worth it. Not not for not for this character. No, uh, I'm not. So that yes, that is a twelve. So which two do you want? Uh, I want to resist or avoid their blows, and uh, I want to create an opportunity for my allies. I guess. Okay. I don't know. She's just like what standing there, menacing Switch and uh, Sundog still. Yeah. Well, she she was directly behind Switch, like punching them in the spine. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking Yamcha this bitch. Is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I just bring the whole force of gravity down on her, and it makes it noticeably depresses the soil 
because I imagine, you know, this is a park, there's grass we're fighting on yeah. soil. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a dent in the ground, and so I... So I'm gonna get out of bed, so I love enjoy things it used to, so it doesn't <laughs> eat for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, I just fucking... You know, pancake her. Okay. And just... I look at her and I go, You know what? This is enough. By the time the dust settles... Uh, you see her full Yamcha pose in the crater you just created. And Archibald looks over and goes, Well, at least thank you for not killing them. That's a whole weekend out of my busy plans if you do, so... Do you ever shut up? No. He would not say that in character. He's honest. <laughs> but no, he does not ever shut up. Alright. What's Johnny up to? Hmm, what is Johnny up to? Okay. Is he summoning the Kraken? No, the Kraken... Hmm. Actually, yes. Johnny hasn't done anything for a while, and uh, but the ship is sailing like in the little like moat that the island has created, and uh, you hear a loud thump, thump, and then all of a sudden, spectral tentacles appear and just start trying to um, entangle the the transistor tyrant, he creates like a magical like shield of electricity around him to prevent that. But interestingly enough, they do wrap around one particular person, and there's Loveless. She's been hiding somewhere. Tentacles got her. Oh no. Zero, you're up. Well, I can't deny that the United States has done its fair share of wrong, I'm afraid. I must insist that there is no such thing as a just monarchy. Kaplam! Okay. That that does sound like a... Okay, so yeah. Which one do you want? I'm going to create an opportunity for my allies. I Actually, wait, wait. No, I just realized what kind of role you had. That's actually a four. To be fair, this that is basically the last time she can do it in this entire encounter. She's basically tapped out. I did say that she had. Did she not um, just get taken out by a tentacle? No, she's she's still she's just wrapped up in it. But like she can still use her powers. Do we want to burn the rest of our team on this? It is a, going to be a hit on Archie if we all pitch in. That's a good question. I mean, I feel like doing a hit is a good thing. Also, I feel like Bachman's gotten the short end of the stick on rolls the most. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, don't worry about me in this regard. It's it's about taking one more uh, counter off his condition list. All right. So, yeah, that's that's a seven now. All right. Same thing. (laughs) Okay. Creating an opportunity. All right. Let's just say that I am. I punch him so hard he fails his concentration check. Yep. Uh, so let me... Defense fields uh, fall away. Let me mark... The Angie. Okay. So when you hit him in the face, he just start. He lands on the wreckage of the mind control device and just puts his hands above his head real quick and then just slams them down onto the ground and all of a sudden this island that you guys had carved out starts floating in midair and uh, the pirates start freaking out 
and they have to run and abandon sh and uh, basically abandon. <laughs> they basically have to abandon it because it is no longer surrounded by water, is surrounded by not water. And Johnny says, uh, sorry, you can't do much in sky. Uh, you're on your own. I could fix this. <laughs> but he is escalating the situation dangerously. So basically he is floating this island above you all and then he starts raising his hands again. The ground starts cracking underneath you. So that's his anger move. He's just gonna fucking try and drop y'all. Switch, you're up. Well, I, I do still have to Oh, yes. Close. Yes, yes, you do. Which I am pointing out because I don't actually trade blows. Right. I'm still never going to give it up. Yep. And in retaliation, um, he takes like park bench and just like tries chucking it through you. So go ahead and roll your thing. Eh. What's a five do? Hmm. I go down hard, but leave my opponent off balance and vulnerable. Okay. So are, are you taken out of the fight or? For a bit, yeah. Okay. Again, I basically provided double advantage, though. One for the danger, one for the never give up. Yep. So you go down and you turn into the pile of goo that is your natural state. So, Switch, you're up. Like, I, I just want to say that uh, he is so completely upset with me that he is just pulling the entire park over in order to slam it against my nanites. Yeah not paying attention to anything else. Okay, well, that um, that seems like the kind of condition him being in where he's, in, he's engaged in sort of like a roar of rage and concentration and trying to kill these awful teenagers. Do I have that right? Yeah. Bitch it. And he's not paying any attention. No, he is not. Well, I electrocuted one of his kids. And uh, he's got a nice big vulnerable spot open right now. So I'm going to be in front of him and I am going to stick my stun stick in his mouth. <laughs> or at least I'm going to try. Go ahead and roll directly engage a threat at a plus one because he is distracted. A ten. That's a 10. Okay, which two do you want? So I want to take something from him. Th this move that he's doing, mm -hmm. I want it to stop. Okay. And I just tased him in the back of his throat. I feel like we're keeping the opportunity train running. <laughs> okay. So you, you stick your stun rod into his mouth and he is being electrocuted. Uh, so he raises his hand puts his hand on your mouth, and he just does that right back to you. Roll, take a powerful blow. Alright. Thirteen. Thirteen! Uh, which one do you want? Or which two? I am removed from the situation. Okay. I do not flee, and I do not pass out, but he has fucked up my nervous system to the point of where I cannot move. Alright, and then I get to mark a condition move and do that... Out of curiosity, Colin, did that hurt him? Uh, yeah, it did. I'm gonna mark afraid, because he's not used to being electrocuted, he's used to doing the electrocuting. And he sees that you go down, and then when the whole island that he was rising lands with a 
crash on the ground. There's a bunch of like concrete and detritus that flies up. He magics that up into an armor around him. So he is throwing up blocks and walls. It's going to be a little bit harder for you to hit him until you deal another condition. So switch is taken out. Uh, Sundog, you're up. Cool. Uh, I guess we keep the gravy train rolling. All right, so I have an opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, here's what I want to do. Uh, I'm going to literally drop a hammer on this dude. But I'm just going to, like, what's the biggest, heaviest object around right uh, at the moment? The statue of Mega Lad. The statue. I feel like he'd approve of this. I'm going to <laughs> use my light powers and just grab a hold of it and f just slam it down into the tyrant. All right. Go ahead and roll directly engage a threat, please. I would like to do wield my powers for this. Okay. Yeah. Sounds appropriate. It's coming for you and the plus one from switch. It's plus two. Any minuses because of the armor shit that he did. Oh yeah, there there is a minus one there for uh for the armor. Okay. So just yep. a plus one then. Well yep. there's still a spare plus one from uh my making him vulnerable twice. Well let's True. hold on to that. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Well let's go ahead and use that. <laughs> Alright. So yeah that's a ten. Uh choose two. So neutralize an opponent or threat at least for now. That's the one. Okay. Let's get something useful from the environment. Let's put this statue into play. Okay. I don't know how that's going to be useful, but now there's a big heavy object floating around. Okay. But in, instead of just grabbing it and chucking it, now you're essentially wielding it with your light powers. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. have made a hammer out of Mega Lad. All right. So there's no conditions that are marked, I believe, with this, but uh, but you have neutralized him for now, so you guys can, like, regroup and catch your breath, or, like... He's just slammed into the turret, and he's just going to take a moment to think about things. <laughs> My life decisions have led me to being beat up by four incredibly rude teenagers. What is wrong with my life? Poltergeist, you're up. All right. Is there, um... And is, is there anything I can do for Switch right now? Or, I don't know. I mean, not really. Uh, they've been taken out, and you have no team to regain, because uh, I, I have ruled it that you can spend two team to just regain a teammate, but there's no team left. Okay. Is the island still floating? No, it was slammed down as part of uh, as part of Switch's take something from them. So it, it is surrounded by water again. So they the the pirates can act if you want if you wish to help them out in some way. I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to fucking figure out where the fuck Bluebeard is. <laughs> and considering he has a sword that can cut through anything, mm -hmm. a magic sword that can cut through anything. I want to fling him like a fucking spear at the transistor tire. Okay. And I'm not sure if that would be unleash my powers or I mean, it sounds more like danger. 
Yeah, it, it does sound like directly engage a threat. Uh, and I will give you a plus two because he is completely down. But the, you you go up to talk to uh, Johnny and you're like, Johnny, Johnny, I need to talk to your loser cabin boy real quick. And he's like, hey, <laughs> No, I'm just boy. like, no, I just fucking find Bluebeard. And I'm like, Bluebeard, would you care to dance again? I mean, not really. I've been so thoroughly demoralized. Well, uh, would you like to take somebody else down a peg then? Arr, I would. All right. I want you to take your sword and whatever happens, I need you to make sure the pointy bit hits home. And I fucking fling him. I, 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 fuck it. I'm just using superior control. Yeah. 11. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, you can choose two. And, and you know what? You know what? I'll actually give you choosing three, because uh, because of the adult move that he is he was um fucking taken out so thoroughly at this point. So go ahead and choose three. I'd like to take something from them. I would like to resist or avoid their blows, and I would like to create an opportunity for my allies. Okay. What would you like to take from them? I'd like to take his armor away. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great and a uh, legal use of that. So, yes, uh, the armor just completely breaks off and he goes flying a bit. He is going to mark insecure. Man, things are not going so great. And uh, he just sort of waves his hand over his face and he just completely disappears. He has receded into the background. Hmm. Well, it's not my turn anymore, so... Okay. Zero, you're up. I'm out. Gotta skip my turn. Yes, you are out. Switch, you are also out. Sundog, you're up. Oh, I... Well, now you have is a megalith. Everything looks like a nail. I'm gonna hit him again. All right. Gonna have to find him first. Yeah, you, you have to find him first. Invisible. Okay. You uh, got light powers. And I have super senses. Yeah, you do also have super senses. So I'm gonna roll superior and try to track him down. Okay. Well, assess the situation specifically. It's a nine. Actually, that's a fourteen. So it is. <laughs> I thought she was out of charges. She's held one in reserve, and now the mind control is worn off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's at this point you see her just running the fuck away because she is tapped. She is done. Her nose is bleeding. She's out of here. Out. <laughs> She's so long. I am not a fighter. I'm back I'm a up. loveless, not a fighter. Uh, all right. So, man, all of these can really just work. So I'll just pick one. <laughs> How could we best end this quickly? He's pretty messed up. You just need to hit him a, another good couple of times. Okay, I'm specifically trying to locate him, though, using a combination of my super senses and whatever light bullshit I can come up with. Unfortunately, between like him covering himself in dirt earlier and shit, uh, it's it's kind of hard to like get a, an exact location. But I'll give you like the general like. I assume he still makes like a, noise. Yeah, like there's no he can fly. So. But I will give you, like, there's a general, like, cone that you can determine where he is. So that will bring the minuses down a little bit more. 
All right, and then I get one more. Uh, what can I use to paint a target on him? You have a shitload of water here. Just splash the water and, like, it'll outline him. There we go. Like, I forgot all about all that fucking water you have. Okay. So you use Megalad as a giant shovel. <laughs> all right, so... Do I still have a turn? Because I was just a... Uh... Yeah, yeah, you still have, yeah, you still have a turn. Okay, so yeah, I would like to do that. Just like make a big old splash with Mega Lad and just try to reveal his location to my teammates. All right. So go ahead and um, I would say that this is directly engaged a threat. Originally, it was going to be mi- minus two because he was invisible, but you're working on your assess the situation stuff. So go ahead and roll it at just flat. Okay. And then plus coming for you. Gives me a plus one, and then I've already got. I've, let's see, I've got frayed marks. So yeah, let's see this totals out too. How? Wow! So you splash, and he was. He must have seen you. Like it takes a while for you to like move this thing. So he had time to get out of the way. It's and a good time for Loveless retaliate. to fuck off. Uh, <laughs> well, she was out anyway. This, this wouldn't have been able to help you, and. You feel something like press against your armor and it's weird at first because the pain doesn't hit you right away but then all of a sudden it just shoots through you and you look down there's a bit of rebar sticking out from like it went in through your back and out through your uh, stomach so I need you to roll me take a powerful blow uh, I think I already took the powerful blow yeah well see there's yeah, a 10 there's yeah. 10 that makes yeah. sense yeah, I don't see how I don't pass out from this. Okay. I see how you don't. Okay. I'm pulling the trigger. Ah. <laughs> so, Felix, the rebar does in fact enter you, and it hurts like a motherfucker, but you are otherwise fine. And there's just, there's a, there's a moment of silence over the battlefield. And then from their prone position, still twitching, trying to get their nervous system reset, there's, it's a very just quiet. And then Robin swings to their feet and not pointing it at anything, asks, Pop quiz, Archibald. What makes a villain a villain? If you ask me, there are no such things as heroes and villains such Stupid titles are beneath people such as us. All right, I guess that's a way to think about it. You're absolutely incorrect, though, because there is a real difference here. The difference at the end of the day is selfishness. He, and I point at Sundog, is a hero. 
and I am a villain. And that means he does what's right, and I do what's necessary. And I didn't understand that until some British jackass came back from beyond the grave and told me that he didn't want to die, but he would do it if that's what it took. Villains sacrifice nothing and compromise nothing, and especially not ourselves. And that's why it's so much harder for us because we don't have the option of just laying down to die to accomplish our goals. We have to be there to keep going. And that means we have to do the impossible. So step one of me doing the impossible, that's Sundog. He is immortal and you're not. Now, now step home, step, step two is when I can fucking see straight again, I am going to put my hand on your heart and I am going to squeeze until it stops and I vanish from the scene. I have changed uh, his fucking powers appropriately. Wait, so you swapped his power set? I will go into this more later, but Robin's actual power is to exchange the values of qualities. So for instance, the quality of color in two objects, red and blue, exchange those. Or in this case, mortal and immortal on the mortality quality. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, Poltergeist, you're up. That happened. I don't know how I'm going to follow that up at all. <laughs> Spotlight. Get this guy in view. Yeah, you know what? I know a thing or two about being invisible. I know the way that people bend, you know, light and other sorts of, you know, waves to uh, appear invisible. And magic can't be that much different, right? So I would like to uh, unleash my powers in an attempt to strip away his invisibility. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and roll Freak, then. Or unless your ship has some bullshit thing that lets you roll Superior for that. I can roll Superior for everything, Colin. (laughs) But I'll roll Freak. Okay. It's not much different in the end. Hey, yeah, you take away his invisibility. All those little hexagons that I have on my trench coat, my duster, mm-hmm. I fucking just rip them off one by one and toss them. You know, I just basically scatter them around to places on the island 
and light just fucking warps a little bit. Things change color for a little bit. Just like, I fucking de-res the visible light spectrum and put him back where I can see him. And coincidentally, where everyone else can see him. There we go. And I believe Switch had a technically a readied action. Did I? You said when he became visible, you were gonna squeeze his heart, and Zero's kind of out for count. Oh. Well, I, no, I could I, come oh, back. Oh, you, that's right. That's right. I it was not a. I can't. So that that was Robin can't see straight right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. Either way, they I wanted. They left to solve that. Okay. All right. So, Zero, uh, you reconstitute yourself. Here's the thing. When you see me reassemble myself, I resume the outline of the capitalist, but this time the actual appearance is different because instead of the... Uh, dollar insignia there is a green hourglass instead of the usual red and blue colors it is black and silver and instead of the capitalist's uh blonde hair white face it is nikolai's usual indian complexion dark hair okay and after fully reassembling myself looking down at my hands flexing them a couple of times. Very well. Gloves off. Masks down. Let's do this. And I come Russian form once more, but this time I am using my full power set instead of just mimicking the capitalists. I am extending myself, stretching, zooming across and around in order to envelop and pummel from every direction at once. The cape is alive and moving sort of like Spawn's cape and is uh, being used as an entire separate limb in this assault. Alright. That definitely sounds like directly engage a threat. That it is. That's a 12. Good rolls. Yeah. And uh, I am going to impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition and this time I will resist or avoid their blows. All right, yeah, uh, I'm marking his final condition. So he goes, fine, I'll give you all an ultimatum. You can either defeat me or you can save this wretched city. And he just pumps electricity full down into the ground and you can just hear things squealing as the city just like starts glowing. And he goes, you have about two minutes before this whole place goes up in, the, in an explosion of pretty colors. So, do you defeat me, or do you save these wretched people, all 11 million of them? You seem to have forgotten. We have a supervillain on the team. I'll handle this. And I sink it to the ground, going after the electricity. Alright. Uh, Switch, do you want to do anything, or are you, st are you st still yes. out of the... Okay. Yes. Okay. I am doing things. See, I, I, okay. I, I said I've I said I vanished from the scene. I went somewhere very particular. Where'd you go? I went to the Faraday cage. Okay. 
I assume Sam is still in there. Yeah. Still blind. <sighs> Bitchin. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna appear in there and I'm like, uh, hey, uh, hey, Sam, you've uh, you haven't read Marx, have you? No. Why would I? Communism's a flawed ideology. It only works on paper. Well, damn, that means you're not going to get the sick reference when I say from each according to their ability to each according to their need. And um, I'm going to I'm going to make some trades here. OK, I'm um, so first of all, I, I need my nervous system to work correctly. So uh, nervous system wellness, I'm going to swap mine with his. OK, OK. Okay, you're just gonna let me do it. Oh, All right. Oh, 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 okay. I thought this was still part of your moment of truth, because no, my moment of off. truth ended. Okay, yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll. Um, fucking unleash your powers then. Oh yeah, are you gonna lock something? Uh, yeah. Fuck it, I'll just lock freak. Okay. I'll lock it at three. I'm surprised you hadn't already. Eight. All right. You can either mark a condition, or I will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Um. I guess I'll take unstable or temporary because I only have one condition left. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, the wellness doesn't completely transfer all the way through, so it's uh, so you're gonna be taking a minus one to your rolls when you do physical shit. Okay. Physical shit, I can stand. Yeah. Uh, out of curiosity, mm-hmm. does um. Does this count as a misdemeanor or a small victimless crime? No! No, it is not a victimless crime. There is very much a victim here. You're looking okay. him right in the eye holes. Okay, but what if the victim sucks? It could be a misdemeanor, though. A misdemeanor or victimless <laughs> crime. This is not a misdemeanor. I don't think there's any sort of way you can... Like, I don't think this is... Like, what would you charge for this, Petty? <laughs> there's got to be something on the books for, like... Uh, power theft. Anyway. Well, the the power theft is happening now because so let's see here. Um, and you know, you can tell me to roll for this as many times as you want, but the things I'm getting are maximum force output, physical resilience, maximum land speed, maximum air speed, maximum flight distance. Are you doing the full rogue? Uh, how, uh-huh. however many times, however many powers you said, I need you to roll me that many times. Okay, that's five. So, a nine. Um, Christ. Uh, borrow. How would this? How would this be unstable or temporary if I took it? You'd only get one shot. One use of it. Yeah, essentially one use of it. Like, if you're doing super strength first, you only get one punch. If you get super speed, you arrive on the scene and then you're done. Et cetera, et cetera. So which one are you taking? Um, well, I figure the least important one is maximum flight speed. Okay, yeah. So you, you basically can... Basically, when you arrive on scene, your flight is done. Well, I can teleport. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> uh, trust me, we're um, it's Christmas up in this pitch, assuming everything works out right. All right. Um. Hmm. Well, I guess the argument could be made that changing something so essential can have like some sort of 
backlash or snapback. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna fuck you up a little bit, probably. Um, you might have to roll, take a powerful blow if uh, if things go wrong and you try to break too hard or something like that. You're not used to his speeds. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Hey, am I hurting someone or breaking something important here? Yes, you are hurting someone. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm like I'm <laughs> I'm having to make a bunch of rolls here, so I'm trying to like. No, I, I, I give I get myself it, I get as it. good of a position as I can. Okay, yes. roll number two. Twelve. Cool. Okay, you get I'll, it. Uh, I'll take the super strength for that one. Maximum force output. A ten. That's uh, physical resilience. Another ten. That's going to be maximum flight distance. And now for the speed. A six. Oof. A six. So, no, you don't fucking get the speed. Okay. At all overloading myself a little bit here. <laughs> I'm flexing my new power a little bit too hard, a little bit too fast. Yeah. Okay, well, he gets to stay super fast for, for now. But I'm, uh, I'm done here. I have one other thing I would like to do, if you will allow it, Colin. Okay. I would like to go back to the battle, and I would like to swap maximum flight speed and maximum flight distance with Felix. Okay. Because it's Christmas. <laughs> right. Sure. Sure. Roll another two. Okay. Uh, seven. I'll mark angry. Okay. And another seven. Uh, I'm at max conditions now. That's all right. So... Congratulations, Felix. You can fly like the captainalist now. I figure, you know, the other two can fly, and okay. you, I can I can fucking teleport, so you might as well be able to. And uh, but my initial plan, if I had gotten the super strength was to, or the super speed was to do a V swap with Poltergeist and Zero to make them both have half of Sam's maximum travel speed. <laughs> I'm I'm fine. I, I could pull powers out of my ass. Yeah, but unfortunately that's not happening. So I'm I'm as strong and resilient as the genuine article and Felix can fly like the genuine article. Speaking of Felix. Speaking hey. of Felix, it's your turn. Uh the city's about to fucking explode. What do you do? I'm on I have it. I have a couple of questions. Hmm. I have to I have to get some clarification on something for real quick before I do stuff. Mm -hmm. So I took down a thread on my own with uh, Franz. That's fulfilling a drive. Oh, fuck. How did I forget all of that? <laughs> I did save a teammate's life. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've outperformed an adult hero here. Yeah. All right, so I have a right. question. It doesn't really matter. I just, because I also have outperformed that here. Well, have I that? Well, whatever. So I have a thing where if I reveal my secret identity to someone, they don't already know it. I mark potential. Mm -hmm. Franz, did he know my secret identity already or was he just no. being a dick? He was just being a dick. Cool. Guess who just leveled up? Okay. And... Guess what one of the last things on my list that I can take is? Moment of truth again? Yeah. 
Everybody else gets good. to use it twice. I'm going to use it twice in a session. Fuck y'all. Okay, go for it. So, Nico, you're still on protect the city duty, right? Yep, I have already sunk below the surface, chasing after that lightning. I will soon be riding it. Nice. So, yeah, mask off hero time. Archie ain't getting away from this one. I'm going to trust in Nico to take this care of the city. I'm just going to just use my new, my fun new powers that I just got. And I'm just going to just stomp on Archibald as much as I can. He's still zapping the ground all Palpatine style. And I'm just a little shaky because I am not used to being able to fly. But I'm just going to fly up to him and just full force clobber him in the face. He goes flying back, but he recovers. He's still Archibald. He's not going down so easily. And it's just a knockdown, drag out fight. We're both landing blows, dodging and weaving. It's kind of a toss-up for a while. I'm still getting used to the flight thing. He's got a little bit of the upper hand, but I've just got tenacity and a little bit of stamina left, so... You also got that rebar. The re no, that rebar... Well, I technically have the rebar. <laughs> Draw it from your stomach like a sword. Yes. So, while he's on his back foot, I've got stamina and a little bit of an edge, but he's got experience, so it's a knockdown drag-out fight and he's just like got me on the ground, he's, he's like one big mighty hit and slammed me into the ground and he's coming down, I'm just kind of trying to pick myself when he's coming down to finish myself and I just right as he gonna, he's like raising his fist up, you know, to land the final blow and right then I just like yank the rebar out of me and I just spin up and just whack him right upside the head with it just as hard as I can and there's a brief moment where he's just kind of standing there fist in the air and it looks like maybe it didn't do anything and then he just drops like a sack of potatoes well he I will say this because uh, he, he would be able to get away uh, with, with his bullshit stuff so he drops to like one knee and he's like Seems like I underestimated all of you. So, until we meet again. And he just, he claps, and then there's like a big uh, crash of lightning that blinds you all. And when you look back, uh, that he is not there. And you're teleportation, baby. He's still magic. I don't know. Could we at least put him in jail before he go before he helped he teleports out? Yeah, can we like have the s satisfaction of no, being able to? No, because you're fuck. You guys are gonna. I know Robin is at least going to fucking kill him. Yes. Put uh, us in the same room. He's fucking dead. Yeah. Fine. So that's that is why he's escaping now. He would not get a chance to go to jail. Go to embarrassment. You got beat up by teenagers. Do you have to live with that now? But yeah. Uh, congrats. Well, we're gonna like kind of. Ten gonna years, go. you're gonna wake up in the middle of the night thinking, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I got my ass kicked by teenagers and everybody saw it. So, we're gonna just sort of skip over Poltergeist real quick. Uh, Zero, you are cool. fucking. I mean, like. It's unless, fine. It's uh, just the way you said it. I am sorry. <laughs> but, like, is there anything I'm that you want to do? Please keep talking. Okay. So. Uh, zero. The the lightning is currently 
coursing through the city um, and is threatening to blow the entire thing up. What do you do? I invoke a mind of their own, Mark Afraid, and become a gigantic capacitor. <laughs> you just absorb that shit? I absorb it all. <laughs> all right, yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm not even going to... Like, you don't even need to roll for mind of their own, right? Nope, I mark a condition. That's right, the sacrifice. That's, that's, that is the sacrifice, yes. So, yeah, you just absorb it all and eventually, like, deposit it someplace safe. I'm literally in the ground. I ground it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just turn it into non-magical destructive lightning and into just regular electricity and sink it. Okay. All right, yeah. And then uh, you guys up on the surface see that the city stops glowing. And little by little, uh, DHEA forces go out, go around, start getting things in order. Silver Security helps them. Uh, Colin, most, hmm. may I interrupt you? Sure. There is something I want to do here. Okay. It, because I told the Professor Gears in my head that it's not just... Felix that's coming out of the other side of this perfectly. I am going to call Calvert, and I am going to ask him, do you know of a hero with a high-end healing factor? He goes, I can think of a couple, yeah. Do you know where one of them might be? He gives you the location of some grumpy Canadian guy with, uh, <laughs> with, or was, was he another nationality in, uh, in your thing, Bobbin? Or was he always, was he still Canadian? I, th no, that's right. He was the Tasmanian tiger. Yeah. Okay. So he gives you the location of some grumpy Tasmanian man. Tasmanian tiger, an Australian superhero with healing factor who regularly disembowels villains. Yep. So uh, he's like, there's this guy called the Tasmanian tiger. He hangs up around. Um, I think the last time I kept tabs on him, it was in Toronto. All right. Well, I, I need to find him. I need to be on top of him. I need him for something. He goes, that's going to take a little while to figure out, but I'll let you know. Hey, you know, I have a satellite uplink. You do have a satellite uplink. I will let you do this for free because we are literally in like the post game now. So yeah, it only takes a couple hours, but you do manage to get his location. Uh, he was in Toronto. He was terrorizing the, the populace of Toronto. Luckily, he can only do so much damage. He's just one guy, and the, like his powers is that he's got knives in his hands. All right, oh, cool. Uh. And the is he fact. is he and the is he back guy. to his own senses yet? Yes, everybody everybody is back to their own senses. The minute Loveless swapped the uh, the one thing for your benefit, that was when the um, mind control started wearing off of everybody, and now that it's even further out than that, uh, it, it's starting to wear off around the world. 
cool. So I'm not just going to gank it, but I'm going to be like, hey, buddy, I need to borrow your healing factor. I've heard weirder. Sure. Cool. <laughs> I would like to swap rate of physical recovery with him. So, like, how long does this last? Um, until I give it back, which I promise I will. Okay. You can, you can come find me in Halcyon if nah. I don't show up soon. Nah. Okay, cool. This is fine. I get to use my bone claws for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then I return to Halcyon, and I find Penny, and I ask her, Penny, can you take me up into orbit? Oh, yeah, yeah, easy. Like, how, f- you know what, whatever, just, I fucking, the ship just fucking plops down next to us. Yeah, just hop in, there's room for a couple people in here. All right. You're gonna have to point me the way, though, because, uh... Just, just up, just straight up. Hi, Switch! Hi, oh. Al. Jesus, I forgot he could do that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Al takes up. All right, going up. And we go up and up and up until I can see the entire city at once. And I fix a sphere of the entire city in my mind. And everything inside of that sphere is one unit. And I swap that unit's wellness with mine. Hey, please explain what exactly you're going for. Well, what I'm going for is I told Gears that the city would come out the other side of it perfect. And I just had a healing, a pretty advanced healing factor for a couple of minutes. So I was in perfect health. So the city was great. I imagine I'm not so great all of a sudden. Ooh, yeah, you are severely fucked up, actually. I just took all of the city's damage into myself in yeah, one there's shot. No, like, there's no literal wounds that are opening up on you, but like, man, that you just feel like you, you're probably going to die. You're probably going to die. I imagine there's some physical wounds. Like I've got the capitalist's resilience to mitigate a lot of it. I imagine a couple of my bones explode. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Jesus fuck, what did you just do? I have passed to the fuck out. I cannot answer you. Yeah, no, there's... Uh, I'm going to fucking kick your ass, Robin, when this oh god, is done. Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, what happened? What happened? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Al, shut up, down. Meanwhile, at surface level, everybody there got to witness in a snap. Buildings repairing themselves, fires being doused, injuries, healing. The canal I dug is gone. The lead statue is back where it should be. Everything is perfect in Halcyon City today. All right. Uh, so... Hmm. You're still wearing your suit, right? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I was I've been in costume the whole time. I took my mask off for that last bit, but yeah. Okay. Penny, when you go down to the surface, 
there's a whoosh of wind that appears right next to your ship and like a piling of energy and you hear a get the fuck out of the way uh yeah I wouldn't try uh uh I wouldn't try you know chest po- uh chest oh, what, what do you fucking call it compressions I wouldn't try chest compressions I think most of their ribs are broken Professor Gears moves over and he takes something out of his suit, which he is currently wearing, and he just like splays it down. There's a bunch of syringes on there. He takes one, gets all the air bubbles out, injects Robin with it, takes another one, injects Robin with it, another one, injects Robin with it, and you see the wound starting to close up. And it's at this point, uh, Gears starts doing chest compressions and it's like, no, no, you do not get to do this to me. I am just like right there. It's like, hey, hey. Are they, they going to be all right? They going to be all right? Hey. He, he is not acknowledging you. He is trying to save his child. Felix, I think we have to learn, leave this to this strange German man I don't know. I think he's got it. Spears. That's that's their pseudo dad. Yeah, okay. I'm not getting yeah, in the middle okay. of this. I so, have no control over my actions at this point. Colin is calling the shots here. No, no, like I'm, I'm. I was just about to ask. Like he's injected you with like temporary super healing, and now is now trying to save your life. So, uh, tell me when you wake up. <sighs> about that, right about at the time that the drugs start interacting with the healing factor I borrowed. All right. So when you wake up and you like inhale, he immediately like grabs you into a hug. He's like, no, you do not do that. Never again. I made you. I told you, though, the city was going to come out perfect. Not at the expense of you. Yeah, I got to concur here. Scruffy idiot. I love you. But if you ever do anything like that again, I'll kill you. I'll just steal your immortality. I, technically, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. But also, <laughs> please, please do not. Please do not endanger yourself like that again. I. Okay. No. Good reason. Bad execution. Please do not. Doing what's necessary. Even if it's impossible, don't worry about it. I'm okay. I am going to worry about it. I am 100% going to worry about it. Yeah, idiot. Having people that love you means that they worry when you endanger yourself. It's part of the. It's part and parcel. You can't have one without the other. Fine. Fine. Also, hi, where did you come from? I thought you were, like, hiding on the other side of the world or something. Yes, well, when you're v- when I was observing your vitals in your suit, I saw that they suddenly spiked, so I decided to come here and save your life. You're welcome. Yeah. I, for one, appreciate it. I'm- I'm- healed, but I am fucking exhausted. I don't have any energy in my arms, so it, it is an effort to get my arms around gears, but I do squeeze them as tight as I can. Just, 
Thanks, Dad. Cook is looking on this, and uh, she looks over at Poltergeist and goes, You know, technically I'm supposed to arrest him, but... um, If you tried, I would put you in orbit. I'm going to be real with you right now, Cook. I can hear that, and I just glare at Cook. Just glare so hard. But you know what? I think I went temporarily blind and deaf the moment that whooshing happened. So, like, who the fuck saved Robin? I don't know. I'm going to go wander this way, and I'll never know the identity of the person who saved them. And she just turns around and starts walking away. That sounds like a sane thing to do, Cook. So, uh, I don't think we've ever formally met. Ah, uh, yes, hello, I am Dr. Edwin Steiner. Hi, Felix <laughs> de la Rue. Uh, so, I guess I'm, I guess Robin and I are dating, so I guess that means you're going to have to meet my parents, which is just, this is going to be a, like an especially awkward weekend. <laughs> Uh, no, I plan on going back to my hiding spot as, as soon as I am fairly comfortable knowing that Robin is safe. You know, technically, your parents are already in Gears' house anyway. <laughs> 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 what? When does that happen? We're hiding in your bunker. We needed to appropriate one of your old safe houses. Hmm. Are you still doing the capitalist persona? Well, I have essentially modified the capitalist's um, persona into something that is unique and a complete outfit change. This is just Nikolai Big. <laughs> All right. Well, then, we're going to end the scene there with the city not completely in tattered ruins, but instead looking as fresh as it did a couple days ago. And with the camera basically zooming out and getting a big shot at everybody else. So it is not going to be end of session stuff because we are moving away from masks. So I don't know if I've mentioned this like on the podcast proper, but this is basically only the halfway point of the campaign and we're switching systems. Uh, we are going to do a big time jump, and originally the idea was to do it in another Powered by the Apocalypse stuff thing, but uh, both burnt Bob out. And, yeah, well, one, Powered by the Apocalypse burnout. Two, both Bobbin and I really weren't that impressed with the initial rules that I was going to be using, which was going to be Worlds in Peril. So instead, we're doing Fate Core. So, uh,. Tune in next time for the down, the biggest downtime in Boogeyman Buddy's history of five years. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Good night, folks. Hope you enjoyed the violence. <laughs> Yay, violence. Hooray. And I helped. <laughs>